I'm gonna find. And I'm gonna kill. Welcome to playthrough. Short one tonight, Jim. Yeah, so just, a short uh, just one. crack on when you're ready. Mm. Will do. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to playthrough. Play along podcast featuring modern and middle aged games. My name's Jim Middleton and I'm joined by Mads Christensen. Hello. Chris Worthington. Evening. And Andrew Gilmore. Hello. Hello. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna come, I'm coming to Mad I'm coming to Mads first this week. <laughs> after uh, after last week, oh yeah, after leaving me out completely, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't leave you out, Mads. <laughs> How are you doing, Mads? I'm fine, mate. Fine. What have I been up to? I've yeah. been up to. I've told this on Retro Asylum, but probably not here. I finally finished Goblins, the original thirty-something, thirty-five-year-old. Uh, point-and-click puzzle game slash adventure. It's like single-screen puzzler, really. Not not much of an adventure game, but uh, great fun. And I've actually dived straight into playing the second one because I love those old uh, Goblins games. So, uh, yeah, lots and lots of pointing and clicking. And, and, and by the way, in this, this weekend, this uh, Sunday morning, I finished a game because it was very easy. It took me about an hour. But the, the very first game that ever featured uh, FMV, really, it, it was based on uh, on a Laserdisc movie. So you, back in the day, you'd have to make a setup with your Apple II, a special expansion cartridge called the Aurora cartridge, and a Pioneer something-something, I forget the model number, Laserdisc player. Mm-hmm. That Laserdisc player had a remote control that was on uh, a cable. So you'd have to pull the cable out and plug in uh, the Apple II, some sort of cable there instead, probably a serial cable. And then this basic game would be a text adventure that would show stills from the from different parts of the movie and some video clips from the movie. And, and the game was called Adventures in Videoland Roller Coaster. So you needed to own the laser display. You need to own the the movie. It's a 1974 movie, I think, called Roller Coaster. Yeah. And you needed to have an Apple II with this special expansion cartridge. 
And then you could play a text adventure where <laughs> when you enter new locations, it'll play little video clips and, and so on and so forth. So, so the, the expansion module for the Apple II would actually be, um, it would have two video inputs and one, one video output. So you'd plug your Apple II into the expansion of your, on your Apple II and you'd plug the Laserdisc player into another port on that expansion. And then you'd, you'd hook the expansion onto the TV. And the only thing the expansion was really capable of was switching between one or two inputs. And then by telling the video disc player to go to frame 3,774 and play 10 frames, it would play little clips because, uh, as it happens, uh, laser disc video isn't, uh, isn't encoded. It's not, um, compressed. So any frame can be shown. So uh yeah that's what that's what I spent my Sunday morning doing solving a little a little uh, text adventure puzzle trying to save some people from uh well a bomb that was that was put on the roller coaster. That sounds like the system they put into uh, her her story that we played. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just uh, 40 years old. <laughs> yeah. How much was that set up of course back in the day? So uh, I, I was playing this actually because uh, Carl from Video Game Newsroom Time Machine asked me to play it for his little seven minutes in heaven. And he yeah. said that he, as far as he could tell, the setup was only ever put up and, and in use twice because that, that um, cartridge was uh, impossible to get your hands on anyway. So it was it was set up uh, twice yes, as far as he could tell. Once for um, when they demo, demoed it on the on the magazine that published this basic listing that, that actually is the game and once for some um, there was some convention or something, I think. So other than that, he couldn't find any evidence that anybody ever actually played this <laughs> the way yeah. that it was intended. <laughs> but you could play it without the laser disc as well, and it'll just be a little text adventure. Yeah. Awesome. Friend of Retro Asylum, Jimmy Ma, has got a really good blog post from about 2013 on early la- early laser disc games. Yeah. And that is one of them he talks about. This must um, be the first one, eh? Uh, it must be one of them, mm. yeah. But think think about how this is before your uh, Dunbluff um, Dragon Slayer, oh, yeah. for example, and yeah, 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 two three years before that. Mm. It's only that was only forty years ago, though. And think think how far yeah. it's come in forty years. Like forty years ago, you need a basically a uh, you need to be a millionaire yes. and access to some pretty rad tech to do that. Mm. Ten years later, Encarta came out on CD ROM. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> Pretty amazing the pace of change, wasn't it, back then? I mean, mm. it was yeah, lightning in a bottle stuff. Mm. Awesome, Chris. We've been up to mate. Yeah, well, I've not I've not been messing around with any laser discs. That's no. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, yeah, certainly certainly nothing that esoteric. Finish Resi Two is my crowning achievement since we last recorded, other than playing our later section of The Last of Us Two. Uh, keeping away from the more away from the retro stuff, yeah. So finished Resi Two on Leon A. Yeah. So first run with Leon. Well, back in the day, the original Resi Two was Leon A, Claire B, and Claire A, Leon B, wasn't it? But they call it first and second run in the remake. Yeah, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Still have my reservations that I talked about on the last episode of Retro Asylum with its uh, odd. Hand holding, I find it a bit weird. And actually started Claire B. I've only played about an hour, but I actually started on hardcore mode. And actually, it was too difficult. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So hardcore mode reintroduces the concept of ink ribbons to save, which which is great. 
which I'd actually quite like, that you don't have unlimited saves and you've got that old school resi stuff. Was you playing it with the old school music as well? No, so I'm going to try that on my second run because that PlayStation theme on Resi 2 is one of my favourite pieces of yeah. video game music ever. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and yeah, I find it too difficult on hardcore mode because one bike from a zombie and you you are critical. And I thought to myself, well, by the realism, time I get... Realism, Chris. That's realism <laughs> for you. But by the time I get to some of the later encounters, like that'll just be so frustrating. I don't want it to become an exercise in frustration because actually I don't enjoy the game enough. Mm. But I enjoy it enough to go through it again with Claire and I'll do that because it's only about eight hours and I suspect it'll be even less on the second run through. Yeah. But uh, I find it just, it's good. Like for me, it's a kind of seven, seven and a half out of ten kind of kind of game. Enough, enough to go through it a couple of times for sure. And actually, this this break now being able to play the third section of The Last of Us Two will will do me a favour because it means I'll have a break between yeah. between the the two the two run throughs. Other than that, I've uh, completed a game on the Sega Master System called Zillion, which is a wonderful game. Um, anyone who's interested in that will be able to hear more about that on Retro Asylum pretty soon. And I've been gearing up to start playing the original Metroid on the NES as part of the Retro Asylum community playthrough. And uh, actually found myself quite looking forward to that now. Mm. I've been a bit nervous of Metroid, but actually having read the manual and starting to get to grips with it a little bit, I think, yeah, I am actually quite looking forward to it. Yeah. Be good. I'm looking forward to hearing what you say, <laughs> your opinions. Yeah, on I'm it, up yeah. for it. Yeah. After playing Zillion, I, I'm I'm up for that kind of experience. Definitely, I I'm actually I'm expecting to enjoy it now. But we'll see. Time will tell. Yeah. What about you, Jim? Let's go to you before we go to Andy. So, still plodding on with Metroid Dread. I've not finished that yet. I won't never go in the, the never-ending game. Yeah, I won't go into any <laughs> spoilers. But Mads, so I'm at the bit. Right, how do I do this without spot? I'm at the bit where the dude reveals himself. Mm. That sounds okay. all sorts of wrong, but yeah. <laughs> if you know where I am. <laughs> um, well, so I've been playing up and down. Dude reveals himself. <laughs> yeah. I won't say any more, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's good. Um, good. I am, I've been playing up and down on the arcade cab. So that's a Sega sort of maze mm. driving game. Um, from 1982, so a bit too retro for what we uh, sort of talk about, but it's the the game for this month on the uh, 10 pence arcade. So I've been mm, yeah. plugging away at that. I thought it looped, but it doesn't. It just keeps going. Ooh, so, they're yeah. the worst. Yeah. Um, well, so, oh, EGX. Oh yeah, we're going. Yes. We're going. Yep, yep. I haven't been to. I haven't been to EGX in. Long time. Last time I went there was just before Destiny 1 came out. Blimey. Yeah. So 10 they, years ago almost. Yeah. So they had all the, um, like all the promotional artwork and all that sort of stuff out. So yeah, that was down in yeah. London. Obviously this one's in, um, in, in the NEC, the Birmingham NEC. Yeah. So yeah. Three quarters of us are going anyway. No mads. We're madsless again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well. <laughs> One day soon. Yeah. Covid permitting, yeah. Yes, of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to be there the fourth and fifth. Well, that's certainly when I've booked my hotel anyway. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. We're trying to get some. We're trying to get some t-shirts, aren't we? Playthrough yeah. t-shirts. 
Oh, you need to wear the uh, theme radio, man. I will. I will. I promise. <laughs> I wear that one day. A theme radiator. <laughs> theme radiator. So so defamatory to that brilliant game. <laughs> Hospital man. But yeah, well, that's it. Pretty much gaming wise, I'm falling downstairs in car parks. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thankfully living to tell the tale. That's the main thing. <laughs> I did. I got a massive bruise though on my arm, which I didn't. Oh, go right, that. Yeah. oh nice one. Yeah. 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 That's I'm just I'm just glad no one was coming up the other way because they would have got taken out <laughs> by the toolkit. <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad. But then you'll same- have to give us when we see you in March. You'll have to give us a demo on how you manage exactly managed to do that. Yeah, painfully. <laughs> stuck my, stuck my finger as well, trying to stop myself going. So how how many had you had before going downstairs? That was the start of the day. I was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> You're so classy, Jim. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what would have been worse if someone was coming up the other way and I'd have taken them out with my toolkit <laughs> or the fact that they might have had to pick me up off the floor. <laughs> you might have been arrested. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. High cross body off the top of the steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but other than that, it was just, uh, yeah, just the pride took a bit of a, bit of a knock. Yeah. What about you, Andy? What have you been up to, mate? <laughs> I have been watching a lot of the NFL playoffs along with yourself and a few other guys. Obviously, yeah. I apologize in advance for the state of my voice for this recording. As you can probably hear, I've been burning the candle at both ends. I managed to do the double header, which seemed like a great idea at the time. I sat up last night at the early hours of the morning, drinking a good few beers and chatting to my brother via text message watching the game and then set well I say sadly it was a fantastic game the second game ended up going into overtime so it's about quarter past three by the time I got to bed and then it was only when I was setting the alarm at quarter past six to get up with the kids I thought this is the worst idea ever so I think a combination of two two late <laughs> nights and a two two nights on the beers it's um it's done for me I think so it's um I'm sounding a bit rough so I apologize for that but I I'm feeling better than what I sound so that's the main thing so that's been good. Really enjoying that. Um, beyond that, I had a really enjoyable day actually just quite recently on the retro gaming side of things for the community playthrough over on Retro Asylum. I had a day to myself with not too many jobs on the list that couldn't be postponed. So I sat down and kind of in preparation for Metroid. Um, obviously, we were playing through the Zelda series. So having never played the original Legend of Zelda, sat down, got a guide up. There was a couple of guys who'd posted one quite nice hand-drawn guide and then I find another it's beautiful that oh it's fantastic so I had that isn't it yeah it's so good I had that it's like called the hand-drawn game guide I think isn't it yeah it's so nice which uh, I think sadly uh, as always Nintendo put the the brakes on that ever seen the light of day didn't they but uh, yeah such a shame oh it's really a shame but the nice thing was so I had it up on my iPad so I just had three tabs open I had uh, that guide I had the original manual to read through as well yeah and then I've had a good online guide and I just played through the whole thing start to finish with a guide it took about yeah. five hours something like that and it was just so enjoyable I absolutely loved it just to go through it from it's great isn't it oh what a game it's absolutely fantastic yeah and I was saying this to you guys at the time but I had no idea it just goes to show how ignorant I am to some of these games I had no idea of how many of kind of the series yeah. mechanics actually all originated in the first game it's quite incredible mm-hmm. when you think about it and yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to praise it without sounding massively patronising because obviously you know, at the time where it came out, you quite often, or I'm quite bad for maybe sometimes being surprised about how much are in some of these games. But that's because 
the particularly the NES games that I was playing at that time. I had an NES when I was eight and nine. So I was playing all the stuff like the original Mario Brothers, um, you know, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Kung Fu, Excite Bike, that type of stuff. So the types of a game like The Legend of Zelda is just not something that I was either interested in or I probably yeah. wouldn't have probably been capable of getting the most out of, I don't think. Yeah, you're a bit young. Yeah, so it's only now when yeah. you go back and play it, you're like... What a game that is! Just the phenomenal. the scale and the scope of it, and I mean, in it all into it, basically the the DNA of the Zelda game was there from the start. You can still see it Absolutely. in the newest games that come out right now. It is just a more polished version of what that one is. So it was fantastic. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed that. That was great, and I was a wee bit wide. I was going to end up falling behind before we even got past the first game. Just been quite busy doing other things so um, I thought right I'll just sit down and while I'm on a roll I'll play my way through it uh, so I'm really excited about Metroid and incidentally uh, when I got my NES Classic when they very first came out that's what that yeah. was one of the first things I did again I, another franchise that I'm not particularly familiar with and so I, I got a guide for that and sat down and just played through Metroid from start to finish. Did you? Yeah. Well, so you have seen the end of Metroid? I have, yeah. So that was oh, probably, nice. where was that? That was when I was in my old house at the start. So that must have been about uh, four, Three, four, four, yeah, years, four ago. years ago, something like that, I think, something like that. Yep, yep. So I, I'm really looking forward to coming back to it, actually. It's fantastic. Really, really enjoyed it. And you can get through it, yeah. definitely. I needed a guide, and I suspect quite a lot of people might do if you want to kind of mm. get through it without too many frustrations. But if you're playing through it with likes of save states, and all these kind of nice um, quality of life improvements that the kind of the the mini consoles or emulation gives you. It'll be absolutely fantastic. So I am very excited to play that. Um, So yeah, that's been it from my side of things. All good, thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Did you play? Have you played Zelda yet, Mads? Because you you were saying that you're gonna you're gonna play it. I haven't had did, time did you actually. To get around to it? I haven't had time. Yeah. I I want to I wanted to actually play it on real hardware, and I haven't done that. I yeah. picked it up on the Switch this weekend just to have a dabble with it, but um, mm, yeah, no, I haven't dived in yeah. proper. Yeah, I think it's definitely a game that you did, probably the the Andy way of you know maybe getting up early, getting yourself a coffee and kind of hitting it with, with a guide is a nice way to do it. Mm. Yeah, I reckon I spent about 12 hours and didn't. The only time I looked at a guide was to track down some of those random hidden heart pieces, yeah. Yeah. which are, well, that, and managed to get through it just by... Just on that note, did you kind of go off, which is what this guy told me to do, did you go off on a little kind of hunt before you even started, before you even went to the first dungeon? No, but I have heard say, so on the Kane and Rince episode yeah. for The Legend of Zelda, the, I think a couple of the guys on there said that they'd got up to about seven yeah. or eight hearts oh, it's absolutely brilliant. before even tackling the dungeon. Oh, it's so cool. I think the guide referred to it as The Gathering, and you can basically, yeah. you can go off <laughs> yeah. and almost as if you would do for real life in a quest, you go off yeah. and prepare yourself for it. So I think, as you see, you can get yourself up to, I think, seven hearts. You can get the sword that does twice as much as the basic sword's damage. And yeah, you can get one of the rings, can't which you? Which halves the damage, the damage as well. Yeah, so your, yeah. your starting yeah, yeah. point before you even kind of get into it means that you are kind of, you've already got yourself a wee bit of an advantage, which takes some of the frustration out of it in the early days where you're kind of getting to grips with it. So, yeah, it's such yeah, a cool the first, mechanic. The first, two, the first two or three dungeons lull you into a false sense of security. Yeah. And then from about dungeon four, the difficulty is like, it's like a, it's like a sheer wall, isn't yeah. it? The difficulty spike. And that, so you do need, and that's the point when you do need to start looking for this extra yeah. stuff. And the last one, I have no idea how you would ever do that without a guide. I have no idea at all. But obviously no. people can and do. I did. 
Yes, exactly. Prime example. So yeah, is it? Yeah, I think that's that's what you'd have to do, isn't it? And how long did it take you to get through that last dungeon? Yeah, but um, I reckon in total because I kept. So I'd go in. I'd I'd do it almost like a um, some kind of roguelike. So I'd go in. I'd map a bit. I'd die, and then I'd come out and I'd get. I'd replenish. I'd go and buy another potion. I'd replenish all my health, buy another potion, go back in, get a bit further, map a bit more, find a couple of dead ends, die again, come out. And every time I'd save it and turn it off. So it probably took me about four hours in total to do the final dungeon. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah, yeah. So it took me about 12 hours overall, about a third of that playtime was on the final dungeon, yeah, which is about twice as big than the next nearest biggest dungeon. Yeah, it's massive, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the sense of achievement when you finally get to that boss and you've mapped it you're all on your own. Yeah. And you know you've worked out the way where the dead ends are. You know you're getting closer to the boss. You found the hidden, the, the little secrets within that. That sense of achievements at the end, and you get to the boss, and it's really easy. Yeah, most of the bosses really? are. Most of, all all <laughs> yeah. all the dungeon bosses are actually pretty straightforward. The challenge is actually yeah, in the dungeon them themselves, have, isn't it? Yeah, a couple of them have some cool mechanical tricks that you need to work out. But the final, the final one, just did nothing. I mean. He's invisible, isn't he? Gannon. Yeah. He goes around. You just slash away until you. Yeah, just stand in one place and keep hacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can look forward to the final boss in uh, Link to the Past then because he's a bright boss. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Lovely. Lovely game. It's a wonderful, wonderful game. Cross that one off the playthrough list, then. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Done done and dusted. What's that? Yeah. 45 of them to go or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And that's the playthrough episode on Legend of Zelda. We'll be back next time for the last one. No, <laughs> I said it'd be a short one. <laughs> you did. You did. Right then. <laughs> last of Us 2. Yes. Where did we get to? So we were we were starting off on Seattle day three. Mm. Yeah. Does anyone want to remind us of where we got to? I remember. Go on. I listened to our episode today just to remind myself so ellie is tracking down abby she has left dina to in the theater she dina had revealed that ellie is pregnant jesse from jackson is back on the scene and is uh is is gonna help ellie uh, find Tommy. So this is all under the... Have we got that for? No, so we haven't, have we? So Ellie's Ellie's tracking down Abby. Yep. She found Nora. Yep. Another yes. one of the WLF members. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and following a chase through the TV tower, she... Chase Nora yeah. somewhere, and you're below. And you go, you go below the building. I think, mm. don't you? Yeah, yeah. Ended up pinning Nora down. Yeah, tortured her to extract the information. Yeah, this was the end of our. This was session, the end of it. it. Yeah, yeah. She ended up. We don't really know how, but she ended up extracting the information that uh, Abby uh, was is in an aquarium. Yes, yes, yeah. And then yeah. basically the next thing we see is Abby, uh, Ellie arriving back at the theatre covered yeah, in looking blood looking pretty haunted looking pretty tortured yeah pretty yeah. haunted um, yeah. and then we're she into- slept that was the end of day two wasn't it she slept yeah. went to bed yeah and then we woke up and it was day three and that's where we left it we didn't know what was going to happen next yeah. yes 
so yeah, Seattle Day Three starts off uh, with Ellie waking up backstage in the theater. It's really quiet in the theater, and you go out sort of from behind the curtains, and you're looking for Dina um, and Jesse. When you go out of the curtains, is the guitars on the side in it, and if if you want, you can um, you can have a little sort of free jam on on the guitar. I'm guessing Mads and Chris, you must have had a little little go at this. I did, I did. It still wasn't that much fun. <laughs> no, oh, okay. I, I didn't because it's not that much fun. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was hoping for an outro, guys. I'm always tempted to have a strum. But uh, I uh, I didn't that time. <laughs> right. Okay. So there's no outro then. That's I'll have to go and find one of them for later on. Um, so we've got some big plot points about to come up. Jesse and Ellie are talking. Uh, Jesse has figured out that that Dean is pregnant. We found that out in in the last part. Yeah. Um, she uh, he says that they should take Dina back to to Jackson. It's the right thing to do to get her back to Jackson. And Ellie sort of says she can't leave Tommy. Tommy's gone off up up ahead somewhere. We haven't seen him yet, but we know he's he's in. Well, we think that he's in front of us. Uh, she blames herself. Ellie, this is blames herself that Tommy's even out there at all. So she doesn't want to. She can't. She says she can't leave Tommy out there on his own. Jesse says um, okay, and he'll he'll help. He'll help her find Tommy. Did you guys, in the last recording, we spoke a lot about Ellie's uh, state of mind here mm. and particularly her treatment of Dina, mm. who she apparently loves, but her, whether her lust for revenge slash psychosis has overtaken and, and possibly even overridden her love if she had any for Dina. Did you guys sense any conflict here in Ellie at this point? about going on yes yes i mean she she's definitely conflicted in the way that she talks to jesse she knows what the right decision would be but yeah. she can't can't make that decision because she yeah, wants revenge that. but yeah, but you yeah do that's sense that. yeah that's that's the sort of opinion i i had on it yeah the take on and, it, and, it. and did you feel like it was genuine conflict because there's a point coming up in a minute which we'll talk about where she she possibly dupes she's duping jesse a little bit here mm. Uh, I, I I sensed my sense was that her conflict was real. Yeah, I didn't feel like she was feigning it for Jesse's benefit. No, did you guys? No, 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 yeah. no. no. Is, is there is there an inconsistency here in Ellie? Maybe characterization. Does it does it flip and flop a little? Possibly, but I mean, you'd, she's she's in a just in a bad bad place, and she so you, you you'd expect her to be all over the shop. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah, I think she's constantly fighting against the urges. Well, by far and away, the strongest urge she's got is this absolute bloodlust and this need for the revenge. But I think there are all the other ones, but they are far, far, far down the the priority list yeah. right now. So I don't think that she's completely closed off as such. It's just, uh, and she, I, I'm, as you say, I'm sure she knows. I think there's part of her that knows what she should do and where she should go. But there's also the part of her that she doesn't care about that. She just wants, this is, Yeah. she needs to, she feels she needs to do this for whatever reason. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's Ellie that goes to tell Dina. So Dina's laying on the sofa, sort of in a, in a pretty bad way, to be honest. Um, and it, but it's Ellie that goes to tell Dina, um, and Jesse 
says he'll, he'll go and meet her out front. And I just, I felt so sorry for Dina here. She just looks in such a bad way on that sofa and, and yeah, they're just, they're just leaving her. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then we're off to, uh, to the aquarium to, to find Abby. Yes. So there was a little bit in the uh, journal as well that I picked up on. Yeah, me too. I see. So that if you read the journal, it gives you a little bit of um, background that the, the wolves took in the uh, former fireflies after the fireflies disbanded. So after Joel got Ellie out of there and took, took most of them out, what the ones that were left, so it looked like they um, they they joined the wolves. Yeah, yeah. It's headlined "What I Know," isn't it? Mm. Which feels like a way over a very long game to stop you losing the main threads. Yeah, mm. didn't it? It's it's, yeah. it's it's effective actually. Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, Ellie doesn't want to tell Jesse and Dina the truth at this point about about Joel, so she's keeping that to to herself. Uh, and as we're going through, you get these like awesome rain effects with the reflections in the puddles and everything else. It just, it, I thought it, it just looked, it popped. It looked brilliant. Really, really the good. The sound of it hit, hitting the metal benches as well. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Like really, the, really the good. different, as you get closer to different surfaces, the sound of the rain differs. And Yeah, it just continues again. to impress, doesn't it, on, on this front. It's just fantastic. Yeah, the, the technical detail and, yeah, I know it must have been pretty hell for the people who worked on this towards yeah. the end but they ought to be very very proud of what they've created yeah absolutely yeah we get through to the uh, convention center there's a short sort of gunfight in, in the convention center and then you see this ferris wheel off in the distance and that's like a reference point that we're going to keep seeing through this this yeah. this part so the ferris wheel is is at the aquarium yeah there's a little garage section. Uh, you find some infected in the garage. And again, a little swimming section. At one point, you're sort of up on a ledge. You're trying to figure out what way to go. Um, and Ellie, I think she even says, like, this is a, this is a dead end. Um, and I, t- I took that as a, I thought that was like, oh, I've got to jump into the water. But you get this gruesome death scene if you go into the water from there. Ellie sort of goes in and just hits the back of her head on some rocks in the water. It is oh, gruesome. <laughs> that is not the way you go, Jim. Yeah. It's, it's not. Yeah, it's not the way to go. <laughs> there's um, you enter into this like building and there's some freshly dead bodies in it, uh, and it's yeah. clearly like you're in the middle of this war between. Is the, this the, the bookstore? Yeah, with the, the there's uh, the scars and the wolves, and you're in the middle mm. of this this like confrontation. Yeah. And you're based there's a there's, a, there's a line here, isn't there, where she says about um, as you're walking around, she's commenting to Jesse, you know, and they're having this, um, they're, you know, as they do, you're know, commenting on things in the environment, and she says, um, pretty messed up putting fungus in the kids section because on the walls of the yes. kids yeah. section oh. there's um, like toadstools, you know. We we'd see that now in a kids section, wouldn't think anything of it. Would be it's yeah. very typical kind of kids imagery. Mm. But here you got it's it's kind of it's really good world building because for them seeing a mushroom or something that resembles a, a fungus, yeah, it, it's that's cordyceps to them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny, isn't it? It's like us like now almost in the midst slash coming to the end, hopefully of a global pandemic. You know, words like corona now have a completely different meaning to what they would have done two years ago. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Uh, it's, it's quite... Um, you sort of funneled through, aren't you, this this point? It's all um, 
pretty linear. Yeah. You're Calm. basically following the route that's sort of presented to you. Yeah. Uh, eventually, we get to this sort of, I thought it was a nice scene where Ellie um, and Jesse, they both see the Ferris wheel. It's still raining. And then you see, uh, like, you scan out over this, this wrecked city. Um, from higher up and there's military vehicles driving off in the distance and then a boat sort of comes up the, it's, it's not a river it's like flood water that's turned into yeah. a river cutting through the city mm. and the um yeah the, the boats sort of come up and they uh jesse suggests that they steal a boat and use that to get to the uh to the aquarium quicker than, than going overland but yeah i just thought that was a really nice sort of pan of, of the yeah. of the sea yeah, it looks great, doesn't it? Yeah. Is this the bit where Jesse leaves? It is, yes. So, yeah, we get into that section, yeah. Um, we go in through the building. You climb up the rope. There's a cut scene where Ellie sees the boat, but we hear the wolves talking about a sniper, and and she thinks this is possibly Tommy. Mm. So Jesse wants to go and see and, and help Tommy. Um, but Ellie is just adamant that she wants to get the boat and, and yeah. go and find Abby. Yeah, she says, we're, yeah. we're not sure it's Tommy, even though she's yeah. probably sure it's yeah. got to be Tommy. Whereas like her whole motivation for leaving mm. Dina was apparently she couldn't leave Tommy out there. Yes. Yeah. So She had no intention of finding Tommy, did she? Now no. we know it's all about revenge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah, it's where she just duped Jesse here yeah. Yeah. into coming along but even if jesse hadn't gone longer she would have just gone on her own anyway yeah yeah she can't see outside of anything other than than getting to abby can she no. um they at this point they they have like this, this this argument uh they go their separate ways after ellie has this this dig uh um at jesse saying she won't save his ass again and jesse says uh that he he doesn't sort of bite back he just says that he, he hopes she makes it and, yeah. and she goes off in one direction and, and Jesse goes off in, in another direction. Back on our own. We are, yeah. But yeah, you just feel like she she, she doesn't care. She, who gets in the way or what the consequences yeah. are, she's she's getting to Abby. I had that um, weird encounter in the run-up to this bit where I'd want, I think it was the one where we go to the train yard. Don't we, in the run-up to this bit, do we go to like an abandoned train yard or yeah, something with a load of train carriages? I completely messed up that encounter, and rather than I was just going to reload it, you know, when you do kind of restart and inca- restart encounter, because I completely messed it up. Mm. I thought, no, I want to try that again. So I just started running and just thought, I'll see how far I can get, you know. And Jesse's following. I ended up running past loads and loads of guards. There's loads of them there. Mm. I ended up just running past loads of guards, just just messing around really, because we're just about to restart encounter. Then I ended up getting to the point where you climb over a wall. Yep, and that was the end of the encounter, and I'd hardly been hit. And then next minute, Jesse's... I must have run past about 15 guards. Next minute, Jesse's behind me, and I was being pursued until the point where I jumped over the wall, and then obviously the game, that's the end of the encounter, and Jesse and and Ellie just carried on their little conversation about Dina, just like that encounter <laughs> hadn't happened. And yeah, you broke it's the just game. W- yeah. just where kind of the game just <laughs> yeah. breaks a little bit, yeah. you know, yeah. with this stuff. Yeah. And it's fine. So I just They're on the other on. side of the wall. Don't worry about it. They can't climb walls. Yeah. They'll be all right. Yeah. Forget about them. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, it gone from being this really urgent kind of, oh, we're in real danger to, oh, remember that moment <laughs> from a couple of years ago? Like, where were we? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just slightly immersion-breaking when yeah. stuff like that happens, but it is a video game. It will always happen, but I wish it didn't. 
Yeah, and with that, there's always that bit in the back of my mind because you're worried about these like invisible sort of trigger points when you're exploring off the beaten path or what you think might be off the beaten path and you're thinking am I going to trigger something or it's always in the back of your mind a little or it is mine anyway yeah this caught me out later on unfortunately well I'll tell you which point when we get to it but yeah I'm a bit frustrated by it yeah cool Um, so we're going to try and get a boat and then go down this um, this like flood water to get to get to the aquarium to get the boat then you can either sort of sneak past um or or basically go gunho and um, and take on the wolves i chose to go the, with the latter option i thought yeah. you would <laughs> that's my boy jim yeah what about you uh, mads and chris did you stealth it or so when, when, when you need to get the boat yes I so every single last one of them yes stealth wise or yes, did you yes, go as, in as stealthy as possible yes yeah, I got most of them I, actually. I, stealth kills. I killed enough of them so I could get to the boat, and I had one of those really good moments in the game where you actually get to. The, I was seen just as I was getting to the boat, so I kind of really panicked, mm. jumped in, and yeah. then you've got to do the mini game to start. It was being shot at. It was really worked really well, actually. Yeah, yeah. It was another example of when it gets it right. I feel like yeah, exactly of giving you that choice of. There's stealth there if you want it, or if you want to go, go no. There's there's enough ammo, and you can go that way if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get in the boat, and then you drive in the boat through through the city, like say following this rainwater again. I thought this, was, I really enjoyed this. You got all the the flood, and you sort of yeah. it, it's knocking the boat all over the place, and you're trying to steer it around. And I, I enjoyed it in, intermittently. Darker. Yep. Did you stop and get in and out the boat a few times as well? Did you try that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to drown instantly if you tried to get out. But yeah, it was obviously designed that there were a few little hidden areas that you could go and take the boat off into and then jump out. I think it actually even tells you at some point quite early on when you enter the boat that, hey, you can stop and you can get out. There's a garage or something that it wants you to go look in. Yeah, But I, I, I did that maybe only that once and then there's there's another part where you need to get out to go on a long hike to open the gate yeah, um, yeah. but I, I, I as as you know I like to role play this a bit and, and I felt like there was a lot of current there was I, I, I felt like I was in a hurry I needed to get to uh, the whole Ferris wheel thing and the, the aquarium before nightfall and, and all that so I actually chose not to go exploring in this part I only did jump off the first time that you had to, or when it asks you to do it, and then I jumped mm. off when when you had to at some point. But apart from that, I just went all the way straight and narrow in this part. Yeah, sit. Yeah, it's a- go on, Andy. No, I was just gonna say, you, Abby's not gonna wait for you. You got to get there as quick as possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is it. This is that whole the game game, game it- thing, isn't it? Yeah, Where it's sort of telling you, you've got to get there now. Yeah. But I'm going to stop off and try and find a bit of ammo first, and you know, oh. read a few excerpts from diaries and things like that. <laughs> find a few, find a few playing cards. And, Absolutely, and stuff yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah. that, that we- felt all wrong. And I actually broke the game here as well because at some point I jumped out of the boat and just started swimming just to see what would happen. <laughs> and then I swam for a long time, and then comes that section where you need to go through some buildings to open a gate. Yeah, and when I went all the way through and I opened the gate, there was the boat. 
I don't know. Oh. I don't know who brought the boat for me, but it was right there. I could just jump into it and, and sail on. Convenient. <laughs> yes. yes. Are you listening, Naughty Dog QA? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you guys interested in the trading cards at all? No. Anybody? I started initially. I was reading. I was the first maybe half dozen. I thought, oh, this is quite interesting. Yeah. But they're actually they're too frequent, and as you say, they just they break the immersion a wee bit. Mm. Normally, at the point where I pick one up. I'm far more interested in progressing the story than I am going into the menu and reading the little blurb about yeah. them. It's cool, but yeah. I've got no interest in it. Yeah, the the little excerpts that you find, the little sort of diary and the notes and things like that. I thought, yeah, I they're brilliant. Yeah, them. yeah. I, See, I, all I that stuff's extra, really good. Yeah, I love yeah. the extra parts of narrative that you found there because that's that's mm. often some some of the most interesting little stories yeah. of survival. But uh, all of those collectibles, I don't get. No. no. Feels like it's just like for an achievement's sake, yeah, you know, exactly. like a trophy. Mm. But that that is what they're there for, I guess. Yeah, but they had served no narrative purpose, nor do they no. serve any kind of mechanical or strange. So you you yeah. prefer collecting coins? Then? No, that's pointless as well. <laughs> yes, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I quite like place one with at another. least they, they they give you a reason to like collect coins. But we'll yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. It makes a little more sense, I think. Maybe, maybe it doesn't sound. Maybe it's just as pointless as one, mm. as pointless as the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can't help but get them. If you see one, I would always pick it up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> can't ignore it. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we find the do you find the arcade? Um, did everyone see the the Jack X arcade cabinet? Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then you drop through the floor for uh, for, cool. for a shambler fight. Mm. There's a few runners in there as well to sort of deal yeah. with, but it's 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 a pretty big room. It's really quite wide, isn't it? So it doesn't yeah. really sort of cause you too many problems. This is one that we get, we'll come to later on. It Co- caused, caused me, me a, a lot of problems issues. actually. Um, I died a couple of times. Yeah, me too. Oh, I died okay. a handful of times, I think. And and there was uh, something about the shambler that, that that annoyed me because. We, we've fought these guys before, and normally mm. two shotgun shots to the head and they'll be down. This one took five, six, seven shotgun shots directly to the head before I killed him. Okay. He was a lot tougher than the other shamblers we, we fought. I, I, I had to, I think I tried it five times at least before I, I won, and I had to immediately jump down, give him a Molotov cocktail, run away, two shots to the head with the shotgun, and then another weapon, more shots. It took me a lot of time to kill him. Yeah. And I think maybe the game actually in the end, I think it has some kind of adaptive difficulty because it figured out that I wasn't really good at this because there was, as you said, a handful of runners or four maybe runners there as well. Mm. They weren't there in the final fight when I actually won. Oh, interesting. So I think the game just saw me losing over and over again and thought, ah, yeah. we're not going to, we're not going to throw it the runners on you. I like that. <laughs> a bit of adaptive difficulty. Yeah. 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 So I it must have thought you were Andy. Exactly. I was just <laughs> about it? to say I got an automatic <laughs> easy Andy. The game, the game, the game just keeps giving me loads of ammo because it knows how trigger happy I am. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. The game just glitches you through these battles. You don't even have to fight them. No, this is it. This is it. I just press the little assist button, sit back. I just watch a YouTube playthrough. It's great. Mm. <laughs> It's weird because later on when we fight a shambler and we've got a crossbow, two arrows took it out. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. never tried actually using a crossbow on a shambler, I think. Mm. Mm. When, yeah, you, when you're on the boat. Difficulty. Yeah, I, I just sneak past that shambler on the boat. You don't need to kill them. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, take them all on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Everyone must die. <laughs> yeah. Everything must die. Yeah. Only, only yeah. humans have to die. Wolves have to die. 
everything. The, the poor, yeah. poor undead, they can just uh, go along on their <laughs> business. <laughs> um, after the Shambler fight, we get back in the boat and we're nearly at the Ferris wheel now. The water's getting more and more sort of choppy as we go. These waves are getting bigger and the boat gets capsized. Atmosphere is amazing. It's Fantastic. really cool, yeah. And Ellie's just left to swim, swim for the shore, and his huge waves that are knocking her—they take, they take your health as well as as you go. Jim, just just before you get to that bit, the bit with the uh, bus, which is where you can snipe when we come across the area where the wolves are fighting against some scars. As we get into one area, and then you can the bit with the there's a bus with a rope that you can swing round and you get to a sniping spot it's the last bit that you have to get the bus through before you get to that the bit where it capsizes and there's like a building remember. i don't remember there's a, a building with spot. a load there's yeah there's a building with a load of wolves in and, and as you in, as you come across the encounter there's a fight going on between scars and wolves mm. you could just blaze over there and start shooting but actually if you if you if you hang back there is a there is a way that you could get up. I think it's like a cable car. It's or a, a monorail, isn't it? I think it's, it's a monorail. Yeah, yeah. And then you can use a rope to get around a blockage, which takes you to the most amazing sniping spot. And if you've got the scope for the rifle, you can take out every single one because it gives you it gives you some ammo in this place as well. Mm. And there's a note. I think there's a note from somebody to say, "Oh, this is a great sniping spot." If anybody comes. And uh, I took about eight. I took out about eight wolves from there with the sniper rifle. It was really good. Yeah. I know where you mean because I remember reading the note, and I totally I know why I missed the sniper. I haven't got the the the, the scope. I haven't no, done the scope, scope upgrade. Then, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would have totally missed all because you yeah. put that on the you had that on the rifle in the first game, didn't you? And barely used it. Yeah, I and so, I just thought because yeah. everything's. I think there's one bit in the first game, isn't there, where you've got loads of runners sort of getting funneled down like a, I think it's like a street or something like that. You're in a building and that's pretty much the only time I used it. And everything so far has been sort of close quarter. See, I've used it loads in this game so far. Oh, okay. It's too loud for me. Yeah. Generally. But this was the perfect moment because they can't get you or they don't even try and swim over, to be honest. They just run around the building acting a bit stupid yeah yeah and then you can uh every time they duck up from cover pop yeah and uh and then you and then it's really satisfying so you just walk out you you get take your boat over to the building you get out and they're all dead yeah just so you just loot tootle up to the front door and wander in exactly it's really really good i think um morpin either morpin or john v mentioned it in in the discord chat as well as being one of their standout moments from this section it's really good yeah Oh, hopefully, there's like you can a chapter select. I'm sure there will be when you complete it, where you can go in and yeah, worth having them. a go. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. Especially if it lets you take in all your upgrades and everything exactly. else. Then yeah, yeah, that'd Should be good. Do. Good to see. Yeah. In uh, so Ellie's swimming through um, all this this like uh, these huge waves. Like I say they're knock they're, they're sort of taking your health away as as you're swimming through. Eventually, you sort of get to the shore and there's more buildings to go through before we um, before we get to the aquarium. I'm just gonna shall I, shall I just pick us straight up at the aquarium because to be honest, they're yeah. just sort of normal built. You're just sort of clearing yeah. buildings, aren't we? As, yeah. as we go, yeah, yeah. There's um, one interesting part, but I'm forgetting whether that was. Give me a sec. 
No, I'm getting things mixed up because we were at the aquarium later on again. Yeah, as somebody else. Here, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so you get to the aquarium, and it's the creepiest aquarium that I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, um, it's amazing. Yeah, as you make your way through, there's no sign of Abby at all, and Ellie ends up in this like ventilation shaft that breaks almost mm. sort of right on top of a dog. Um, oh, I jumped. There's no no QT though. <laughs> Ellie quickly yeah. sort of knifes it in the back in a in the neck in a cutscene, and we end up in a in a room. We and we go into a, a room ahead that looks like a, an operating theatre. Yeah, and then just sort of past there, we find another sort of filled with some sleeping bags, and there's all other belongings. So clearly, someone is someone is stopping at this uh, aquarium. Yeah, um, and then in there we find I think it's Owen's dog tag. Yeah, we and did. he was the guy that was with Abby right at the very start of the game, who has um, who was with Abby at some stage, and now yeah. has another partner called Mel who is pregnant, which we found out earlier in the in the game. Yeah, in the next room we can hear some voices talking. Ellie goes into the room and she finds Owen and Mel. Well, we presume it's Owen and Mel. It's pretty obvious that it is. Ellie. This is all in a cutscene. Points the gun on them and tells them to mark on the map where Abby is. She's Mel, doing Joel's trick from the first game, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's what, yeah. that's what Joel did. Learn the, from uh, the best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Mel's just looks like she's just about to sort of mark the map where Abby is, um, and then Owen sort of grabs for Ellie's gun. Ellie shoots Owen, and then Mel grabs the knife and goes for Ellie. Ellie manages to overpower her. She puts as she's doing so, she gets the knife and sticks it into into Mel's neck. This is just yeah. it's just horrific. Yeah, it and really. Is. At this point, Owen's sort of bleeding out, but as he is, he's trying to say something, um, and so he's he's obviously dying. Ellie sort of pulls back Mel's jacket and, and sees that that she was pregnant. She didn't know at this this point. We as the player knew, but Ellie didn't know until she sort of pulls this jacket away. Um, and then, and she obviously sees sees that she's pregnant. The look on her face oh. when she notices that the woman's pregnant. Oh. I, I mean, I read this as she sees Dina. Dina, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. She sees Dina. It just sort of bring, brings it all home. Yeah, I yeah. I saw yeah. that at all. And as you say, for the first time, maybe some sort of contrition or some sort of realization of the consequences of her actions as well. Where yes, she has just been this. She's just had this red mist and all of a sudden you've got this uh, yeah. this girl with a, an unborn baby dead in front of her and it was almost a, it was just a look of horror that almost this realization that this is this is what she's doing yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's such a great scene yeah do we think Owen's dead then did it because did she because obviously we're about to get to know Owen quite a bit more did mm. I'm hoping o- not Owen He's my favourite character in the whole he game. He is fantastic. We'll talk about it in due course, but for that yeah. reason, I'm hoping not. He's he's in a bad way. He looked in a bad way, didn't he? We don't see him. We don't see him die, do we? But he, no. he, he's just sort of left on the floor. Um, yeah. yeah. I didn't even consider it. I just thought he was dead, but let's see. The only thing yeah, I can we're think not is... we find out in this section, are we? Yeah, <laughs> generally they tend to... There's normally a reason why they don't show you somebody dead. That's the only mm, thing yes. I can think. Mm. Yeah. 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 I love this scene, though. I really, really loved it. And there is... Sometimes you think, oh, would I get a little bit... Because this game is so violent. 
And you get a lot of these moments where it builds to a crescendo. We have one at the end of the last section. And you would think that maybe with each time it gets a little bit less impactful. But again, I was absolutely just glued to this. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's like how many cliffhangers can you have? If it just feels like each but, one just gets better. Each scene yeah. is just better, and the impact is more, and the jeopardy is more, and yeah, it just ratchets up and up and up. It's pretty phenomenal. As um, Ellie sort of steps back and sort of takes account of everything that that, that she's just seen. We hear some footsteps, and I was expecting Abby to walk in at this point. Yeah. I was like, you, you're in trouble now. Yeah. Um, but it's not Abby. It's Tommy and Jesse. And the neck, um, and, and basically, yeah, they, they just saw, they come for her. Um, yeah. And she sort of breaks down. I, I can't remember. Is it Tommy's arms? I think she just sort of breaks down in, yeah. in his arms. Mm. And then the next scene we get is Dina and Ellie. Dina's asleep, and Ellie's sort of laying next to her. And again, Dina's not looking good. And we're backstage again at the, at the theater. We go out front. Tommy and Jesse are, are planning the route home. So they've, they've decided now they've got Tommy back. They're, they're just, they're, that's it. They're going to get Dina home, which they're doing the right thing by Dina. Um, Tommy asks Ellie if, if she's okay with, with letting Abby live. She says she has to be. She doesn't look to convince him. Nope. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> she 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 says she has to be, and then Tommy walks off talking about a, a gold necklace that he's found that he's going to give to Maria as a, yeah. as, a, as an apology for for going off. Jesse and Ellie are, are talking. This is a really nice sort of scene that you know they're just talking as as friends, and she thanks him for for coming back to to help her out despite what what she said and the way she behaved, and 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 Jesse just comes across as a as a. A decent guy towards it, doesn't he? We're expecting the credits to roll here. I mean, this is the end of the story arc, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's it. They're letting Abby go. Um, That's it. The game's wrapped up. Back to Jackson. We're we're about 20 hours in. Three and eight years, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And yeah. What? Yeah. Next thing we know, we get some commotion. There's voices coming from outside of the room. We're in like the entrance of the the theatre. Ellie and Jesse run through the doors and the first thing we see is Abby. She shoots Jesse in the head at this point. It's one shot, so Jesse's gone. He's, he's on the floor. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not coming back. He's, he's not coming back. There is back. no he's, doubt about that one. Jesse yeah. is game over. He's, he's definitely gone. Um, and he gets on my nerves anyway, to be honest. I was quite glad he was taken out. <laughs> oh, I felt quite sorry I've, I, 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 felt, I felt sorry right. for him as well. Yeah, I thought it was a shame. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a bit of a work lesser, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. He's, I thought he's, 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 he's looking he's out done, for him. Just trying to do the right thing. <laughs> yeah, everyone, he's, 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 he's done the no, right things at Jesse. the right times, I think. And uh, yeah, it was a bit of a kind of a... Um, it was a bit of a shame here. A bit of a quick ending for him, really. Oh yeah. Yeah, he didn't yeah, he didn't get much say <laughs> on the matter. It wasn't he? a hero's no. death, no. <laughs> no. Um Tommy Tommy's on the floor. Somehow um, Abby is, is overpowered Tommy. Um I don't think there's, I don't think there's the any somehow about it. I think basically, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, Abby no. Abby has overpowered Tommy, as you'd expect. Twice yeah. As big as it, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. 
Um, she, yeah, she's overpowered Tommy. He's on the floor basically, and and um, she's pointing the gun at at Tommy. Abby is Ellie. Uh, she's telling Abby, uh, Ellie. Abby, this is telling Ellie to basically throw the gun, or she's yeah. she's going to shoot Tommy. Ellie does as she asks, throws the gun aside, and then we get this, this really tense standoff. Yeah. Um, and she tells Abby she knows this. Ellie tells Abby that she knows why she killed Joel, um, and that he he did it to save Ellie. Sort of announcing mm. herself as the one that the, the fly fireflies were were after the whole time. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we we've got a standoff. Abby tells Ellie that that they let her go and and they let her and Tommy live purposely um and that in return they've gone and killed all of Abby's friends and, oh, and wasted the the opportunity that they've they were given yeah and then it cuts out to 4 years earlier but yeah. that is that, there is just so much to take yeah. in in that. <laughs> I don't know how long it lasts, like what five minutes or mm. something like that. There's not the whole cut that. scene. Yeah, and that, yeah. that's yeah. the most really important that. part of that scene is fairly short. And as you say, mm. it's it not. I had to pause it when it went into the next scene. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not ready to play yet. I need to sit and process this because yeah. there is a lot that's just happened. And I think the one thing for me that came across like that was I, I just thought the design of Abby at this point was absolutely fantastic. She basically looks like she sprinted the entire way there to get Ellie. She just looks yeah. she just looks like she has been through hell. She just looks like she has not stopped. Um just she yeah. she is just she's completely, you know she has, she's lost it now at this point as well. Just completely crazy. She just looks completely bedraggled and is just yeah, but yeah, how I does she know it. where Ellie is? We we will probably find out. But the, we will find yeah. out. I, yeah, but I we learned Did pretty you, early on, don't we, that she's good at tracking. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. So in the first thing that we see with Abby, the True. first thing we do is she's tracking animals. Yeah, uh, and I suspect that was the the giveaway. That's mm-hmm. how she found them. But we will. So I'm sure. Interesting question here because now, as you just alluded to, we're, we're going to switch to playing as Abby. Uh, and we're starting with a flashback. Hmm. So this game has done such a good job of making us hate Abby at this point. Um, from the get-go, we get this backstabbing girl that uh, lets Joel and uh, and Tommy help her and then actually kills Joel. And even though they did just saved her life and, and, and she's mean and she's uh, she's just, just, uh, just a jock idiot, isn't she? So the game has trained us to hate her. Yeah. When you switched to playing as Abby, what were your first thought when you were back controlling Abby? Because I, I, I hated myself for being so easily suckered into the narrative that they wanted me to. I, I totally bought into it. I, I, I The first thought I had was, uh, can't I just get her killed? Then this is over and done with. I hate her. <laughs> I, thought they, I thought they did it really well because it cuts back to four years earlier, but yeah. you see her... Pre, pre, um, like Jim, yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. you, you see her as, as like a, a, a child, almost. yeah. So like, a, I think she's like a late, uh, like a mid, mid teens, isn't she? I think she's probably about the same as Ellie was in the first game. Ah, she's yeah. a bit older, right? Yeah, maybe a bit yeah. older, actually. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah, it's so effective. It's such a good way of doing it, though, because right away, in the same way with Ellie in the first game, is that you have they've given Abby her innocence back and you're looking yeah. at her and mm-hmm. you think to go from particularly in from literally 
the scene under just this encapsulation of this absolute rage to the character that you're looking at five seconds later, you think, what has happened between there and there to cause that transition? And right Mm -hmm. away you think, she, I want to know about this. And it almost thinks, it right away makes you give her the benefit of the doubt. And you think, right, let's, let's take this back to square one and see where we get to. And I think there's going to be some interesting conversations on where we are at the end really? of this. Really? So I was the only one stupid enough to actually still hate her and think, oh, why do I have to? I think if her we'd have played her as this muscle-bound adult that, that we, we do later on, would have been different, then yeah. it would have been different mm. but because we saw her, that yeah. more innocent side of her. Um, and I'm fair play to the writers because we've... T- I mean, what? how long was the first game? Like 25 hours? As a total guess, and we've what yeah. put in at least twenty hours to get to the point where they're having this standoff. So a minimum of what 40, 45 hours of Ellie's yeah. story and building yeah. that up, and then then they've got to give you Abby in well in, in, yeah. no, in nothing really. Mm. Uh, and in, I think that's where that's to answer your question, Mads. I, I don't think I was suckered in, but I don't think I hated her either. I think I struggled with the next probably five hours of game time of not really caring. Because as Jim's just said, 45 hours of Ellie's story, I, you know, I've grown to love that character mm. despite everything. Yep. Mm. I love Joel. I love Tommy. I feel like I know these characters. I care for them. And then all of a sudden we're kind of taken out of that. Yep. And I thought, okay, well, now we're going to see a parallel story because I knew the, the chapter structure and I kind of knew where they were going to go. At this point, we don't really know. We don't know who Abby is. I didn't twig who Abby was until a little bit later when mm. they start talking about her dad, the doctor. Yeah, that's when I thought, oh god, that's who she is. Oh, they they but tell you this point, like uh, in in this first flashback, you get it exactly. Mm. But immediately when you're put in control of Abby, mm. we've yeah. been in control of Abby before, remember as yeah. well. Yeah. You don't know who she is. So I had, I'm thinking, okay, I've got no emotional connection to this girl at all. She's just tried to kill the character who I do love. As you say, Madge, we've been trained to hate her. Mm. Yeah. I struggled with it for, for quite a while. Yeah, me too. And, and I, I think the credit to the writers is that I ended up caring for Abby, maybe not quite as much as I care for Ellie because that's quite a long time we spent with Ellie. But mm. by the end of this section... I care about what happens to Owen and what's going to happen to Abby next. And they've managed to make me feel that in probably about five or six hours of gameplay. And I think they deserve a lot of credit for that. Yeah, it's brilliantly done. I I would say I care as much for Abby as for Owen now when we get to the end of this part. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I they they're so funny. We'll get to discuss that, I guess, when we're when this episode is, is is rolling its credits because they are. Two parts of the the same. I mean, yeah. they're two sides same of coin. the same coin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're so yeah. so alike in so many ways, and it's it's brilliantly done. I mean, I'm loving the writing in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- just one point point on the standoff between Abby and Ellie. One one the one thing I loved and the facial animation in this game is just the best I've ever seen in any game. It is incredible, but. The, the shot of Ellie that we see from kind of Abby's perspective when Ellie drops a gun and I think she says, oh, God, or something like that, she looks scared. Yeah. Genuinely scared. And she looks like Ellie from the first game. Mm. 
Yes. She's she, lost Like that. a child again. Yeah, she does. She yeah. looks like a scared child yeah. in the face of this her in the face of this version of her that she's looking at mm. she knows what abby's capable of because it's mm. she's like looking in a mirror and that's that's kind of how i read it she's looking at abby saying this girl is going to kill me and my time is up that's exactly that just conveyed in the animation on her face it's that's so good yeah you kind of looking at that standoff thinking one of these is one of these isn't what coming out of this there's yeah, no I'm, way I'm, these people are so intense. There's no way one of them's walking out of it. And one's got a gun and one hasn't. Yeah. yeah. Dina is the big unknown though, isn't yes, she? Yes, she is. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get back to the theater, we are going to play as Abby for a few days. So we yeah. start off um, as Abby. Uh, we're in the four years prior to, to everything that we're, we're playing, we're seeing now. Abby's in the woods looking for a dad. We have this little section where she sort of breaks, uh, you have to break the window, you climb in over a roof and, and Abby's looking for, looking for him. She finds him and he's, uh, he's looking for an animal that's, uh, that's about to give birth. We don't see the animal or, or anything like that at this point. And Abby's joking around with her dad that, um, he's teasing her about her relationship with Owen. I mean, again, it just, it sets up this, this nice relationship as it is just a normal. Yeah father-daughter relationship was normal as you I suppose you could have in given the circumstances yeah um, we go through I thought it's really stunning like playground yeah so so much of the game that we see is greys and, and blues and which looks yeah. absolutely fantastic but what I do think when you do see colour in the game it really pops and then we're, we're already in this lush forest and then you see this playground where I just thought yeah all the all the, the right like the kids rides so they they all just sort of popped against against it and it yeah. just looked really good I thought yeah really nice yeah Abby finds what looks like remains um, but her dad says that whatever he's tracking has, has already given birth we then hear an animal that's clearly sort of distressed and we catch up to her dad who's ran ahead and we find a zebra that's been caught in like a barbed wire trap yeah um, at this stage, they they both start trying to like cut the uh, zebra free from the barbed wire, and Owen shows up, and then be- between the three of them, they manage to free the the zebra, and then they follow it off to its calf. So, any, is, any of you guys have nice any experience scene. with horses? No, no, only and being does, bit by one. That was a crazy scene. <laughs> I mean, that that zebra should have killed them all because they they are. Crazy strong, especially zebras are yeah. uh, strong and they're uh, they scare easily, so they're quite aggressive. I mean, nobody can hold a zebra like that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I, I I was just marveling at the amazing looking zebra. Is this the best looking zebra oh, yeah, in a yeah, video yeah. game? It's really well Is it the only zebra? Mm. In I can't think game? of another zebra in, in a video no. game. No. It's better. It's I, I like the fact that that uh, a, a what. 120 pound man can hold down a, a, a zebra. I mean, it's a zebra whisperer. That's that one of that his thing can, can lift him just with his neck. I mean, it would be easy. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I thought what was also nice was, again, and it, I'm sure it's absolutely deliberate, is that the minute you play this scene out, you and the kind of the wholesomeness of it, it just right away reminded you of the seal, the scene with Joel and Ellie and the giraffe, and that this was yeah. yes. this, this was yeah. their equivalent moment of that. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely supposed to give us that. 
Yeah, and it's. It, I think in some ways it's, it kind of slaps you in the face a little bit too Yes, hard, I, I was actually I, expecting I think, it to be a giraffe. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. it was a separate instead, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's telling us, isn't it? They, they, they're on, look at all these parallels. Yes. These people yeah. are the same. It's a bit too obvious, yeah. 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 But I yeah, think they've got a, a they've got to try and portray portray uh, Abby's dad in a in a good light because what we're about to see yeah. and the yeah, decision it's got to, it's that he's got to he's us, about to yeah. make yeah although if you'd if you just saw that you'd think well the guy to be honest I've got no sympathy for him no you and wouldn't he had, hit as hard would it he had he had it coming yeah mm. yeah for sure yeah no I do get that so Owen tells Abby's uh, dad that the girl. Um, has arrived. They, he's referring to Ellie, um, and she's. He says that she showed up in uh, in the tunnels with a bite on her arm. Uh, this is the point where you go, "Oh, okay, yeah." They're, they're talking about Ellie. Mm. Um, Marley. He says that Marlene's with her, and they're and they're waiting to operate. At this point, the dad's like, "Right, okay, we've got to get back." And then the camera sort of pans out and pans back to show St Mary's Hospital, which is yeah. where we know the first yeah. game. Came to uh, came to all a the pennies are dropping. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I yeah. thought they, it was very effective. The hairs of my arms stood up at that point. Just yeah, well, to you recall, it just brought everything from the first game flooding back. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, all the jigsaw pieces are just going into place, aren't they? Yeah, working yeah. out who Abby is, who her dad is. Oh, you know, and it's all you're thinking. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. I absolutely loved it to think all oh, this was going off while you're there, sort of working your way up as through the hospital as Joel sort of killing anything that moves. Well, it also, yeah, fan- it also reminded me that I thought, I'm pretty sure I'll need to go back through it, but I'm pretty sure I've got a photo of me shooting her dad as well as Joel, so from the, uh, <laughs> from the photo that. mode from the first game. <laughs> in fact, I think in the very final episode of, of our playthrough, you said quite proudly, I got a photograph of me shooting <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that was the first thing that came back. I was like, oh man, this one's come back and bit me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> the next scene we got, one of my concerns in the when we played the first game was that Marlene was supposed to be this mother figure to Ellie. And yet from what we saw of her in the first game, it was like mm. she just didn't care. She just literally threw Ellie onto the operating table without yeah. a second thought but what we see is 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 obviously that is not that but um, I, I think Ma- this whole portrayal of, of Marlene and the Doctor and, and other people involved in that particular scene was a bit far-fetched and, and jarring when compared to what we saw in the first one because it's okay that we're seeing things from two different perspectives. Of course, that makes mm-hmm. sense. But they've made this perspective quite rosy and nice, and everybody's yeah. kind of nice. And the other perspective that we saw before, they were some right bastards. I mean, yeah, there, there was no, oh, I'm sorry about this or anything. They were just, oh, okay, you can go now, or we can shoot you. So, yeah, it, it's it was a bit jarring there, actually. Yeah. yeah, it feels a little bit like retconning. Yes, a little. It, does. it does. Yeah, it doesn't quite go as far, but I do. I definitely take your point mm. that, yeah, it, I love stories where we see different perspectives. I've always been a sucker for those stories when you know you see things from a different point of view. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. It, there is an. It's maybe possibly a little extreme. Yes, it's effective though. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It is, and we did say, didn't we, on when we was playing the the first game that we would have liked to have seen a bit more of Marlene. Maybe yeah, we did seen her side of it when she was obviously working yeah. away across America as well. We thought there was yeah, we did, and we obviously seeing 
playing as Abby, the game, the, the Last of Us, if you like, the world isn't just it doesn't just have to be about Ellie and Joel. There's, there's yeah. more, and of course there is. There's more than enough. There's more than enough stories in there to to tell. Yeah. Um, Marlene and Abby's dad are discussing their options and he tells her that the specimen has lodged itself into to Ellie's brain and the only way to remove it will kill her. He begs Mar- he's begging Marlene at this point to let him perform the operation and, and she's not keen and asks what he basically turns it on him and says, what would you do if, if, if it was your daughter? At this point, Abby walks in. And Marlene tells him to to perform the operation. She's she's sort of like resigned to it, and she and, yeah. and and walks out. Abby tells her tells her dad that if it was her, then then she'd want him to to do the operation as well. Um, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? Like it, the the whole thing, knowing that these events lead to two girls who are very similar ending up in the position they end up in in the theater. Like it's just a heartbreaking, harrowing series of events. Yeah, hmm. tragic. It was quite good as well. I quite liked how with Abby's dad, there wasn't really any conflict on his part. He was like, "No, we absolutely need to do this." Yeah, he's clinical, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. He was conflicted about it. He was conflicted about it. To begin with, he didn't. Well, he want was to adamant it. it was the right thing to do. But yes. Only after talking to other people, he was conflicted about it. To begin with, I'm sure. At the point where he's having the conversation with Marlene, though, where he's literally about to go in yeah. and operate. At, at that part, he's... Yes. He's, yeah. He's obviously... Do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is quite interesting, obviously, given the whole conversations we had about where Joel stands yeah. on it and the consequences of it all. It mm. just keeps... Yeah. It's just going to keep coming back to haunt us, isn't it? Keeps coming back to it, yeah. That one decision Joel made... Wrong decision. <clears throat> uh, but my, my reservations still stand that if he'd if he'd have been successful and, and getting this um this this specimen out of Ellie's brain, they don't have they don't have any of the facilities to be able to do anything with him. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would have just been another another death. Yeah. No. But he'd be better off tending separates. <laughs> let's redo uh, we should in, in the final episode on this because that will be a short episode because in our fourth episode there won't be that much game to play through mm. we should redo the debate you guys have to stop, what we stop saying that I mean. <laughs> we, we, we should redo the debate at, at the end knowing what we know after two games mm. was Joel right yeah. yeah he was yeah he was um, not now <laughs> <laughs> Marlene says she's going to tell Joel, and um, that we did we get given his name? Mm, no, don't know. I, I don't, don't remember getting so. his name. I don't remember having it. Um, but he he looks horror struck at the, the suggestion of this, and he doesn't want her to to go and and tell uh, Joel at all. And no. they've all bought into this this savior. Like I said, when we when we played the first game, mm. and like I said, they got no facilities to do anything with it. Uh, but the next thing we see is the alarms going off. Um, the deed's being done. We don't see the deed being done, but we, we know it's being done from, from the last game. The alarms are going off and it's just after Joel's basically got off, got uh, Ellie off the, the operating table and we take control as, as Abby again and we go into the operating room to find Abby's uh, dad on the floor. He's he's obviously being shot. Yeah. And there's just this chaos of death and destruction in the room that Joel's left behind him. And then it cuts to the scene 
where Abby delivers the final blow to Joel. Yeah. At this point, it just, yeah, that, that just sort of reinforced why yeah. I dislike Abby at, at this point. So we've been playing as this like innocent um, Abby and then it's like, bang, there it is. That's why, that yeah, that's why you dislike yeah. her. Um, yeah, we've spent, like I say, like 40 odd hours with, with Joel. <laughs> yeah. Um, up, up, up until this point. But stitches it together for us though, doesn't it? Yeah. Stitches like cause and consequence. Yeah. Yeah. Together in just like, a few seconds. Yeah. The rest, the rest of the group want Ellie and, and Tommy dead. Um, and Owen says that they've got to le- let them live or they're no better than Joel. Abby seems to be in charge of the, the group. So it's cut back to, to like I say, it's cut back to, to, to Joel's death. Um, yeah. Abby looks like she's in charge of the group and basically calls, calls them all off. And then we move into Seattle day one. Yeah. It's really starting to muddy the waters though about where we stand on all this, this part, I thought. Yes. In terms of how you yeah. view Abby, and you think right away, it's just your mind is starting to work backwards and it's starting to work forwards, and you think you've just come across somebody, or you've just somebody has executed your dad in cold blood. You've now found that person. Um, would you want revenge? She has decided she wants revenge. She's got revenge, and she's left it, at, or was prepared to leave it at that. And you know the seed is planted at this point as to where you're going to stand on Abby and Ellie. And yeah. It's really interesting. But Abby's not stupid, is she? She must have known that Ellie was going to... Ellie told her she was going to come for her. But I don't think she did. Uh, yeah, I really don't. And we'll find out a little bit more as we go through the Seattle days that we've not seen yet. But I think she genuinely thought that by letting Ellie and Tommy go, that it was an eye for an eye. Yeah, there you go. it was one apiece. Both their father but, figures are gone. Yeah. We could have killed more. We didn't. We've we've got revenge. It's gone. But we talked last time about the cycle of revenge. Yeah. Just keeps going. Yeah. So Seattle day one. Start again. We start all over again. <laughs> Forget that. Blank last. character. Another 20 hours. <laughs> um, Abby then. She gets woken up by a character called Manny. Isaac wants them at the front, which is basically, I'm referring to uh, the Wolf and Scar war that's going on. Yep. Uh, you, you basically walk in around the, the, the sort of wolf um, uh, encampment, if, if you like, basically where they're all sort of, where they're, where they're, where they're living. You go past, uh, past this gym and there's some dialogue between the two characters and you, and you just, you see Ali, uh, Abby from behind, don't you? She is, she is absolutely ripped. Um, yeah, she's no stranger to that room. No, no, you can't go in the gym, unfortunately. I did try. She talks at one point that she benched, did, did she say she bench pressed 250 something? Yes. 150 pounds. That, yeah, in one of the flashback um, parts, yeah. I thought it was a bit disappointing that you couldn't go into the gym. I had visions of maybe as you walked around, whatever piece of equipment you went towards, the people would just get off it and move out the way because they'd be like, all right, we're going to let Abby onto this. It's, uh, it's her turn. Yeah. And then you get some weird like rhythm mini games. Yes, yes, that's what I was expecting. Like the, like the squats in Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, the squats in Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> 
With a little bit of like, I don't know, some cheesy music yeah. going on in the background. Bit of techno. Just like Final Fantasy yeah. VII. Yeah. <laughs> so all it's missing Stanley, from this, this is not a Japanese <laughs> video game, so we didn't get to do that. No. <laughs> um, you go you go through this door, there's, there's classrooms full of kids, the kids are being taught. Again, it's just, it's just another working society, isn't it? We've society, seen one at Jackson yeah. and we're seeing another one now. We've had the wolves sort of portrayed as this savage group but obviously it's it's not they're just another way it's another yeah. working society and just on that note jim for you guys prior to this scene did you effectively have the scars and the wolves in the same basket yes pretty much yeah i am um, i yeah i saw them both as uh you know like we were given that sort of they're all hunters yeah sort of thing from yeah. like the first game but but clearly they're not it's it's just another work in society isn't it yeah but, but yeah, still yeah. a lot different from jackson right i mean these are militant people uh yeah and and, and they that well that that seeps through every single uh location you're in i mean the only thing that matters are are the people who work for the walls who are the the military people there um yeah so it it, it isn't this loving community that you see in jackson it, mm. it's i'm still seeing them as some survivalist gun nuts uh, and not as the nice survivalists living in no jackson. i think it's it's a different, and, and, definitely and a different approach to, yeah sorry yeah, just think definitely a, it's a, a different approach, definitely. Um, and they sort of they're kind of almost running it by this kind of like this military construct rather than sort of you know on the kind of the less sort of social boundaries and more kind of it's got a, a much more military structure to it, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. it like a fascist community. I mean, I, I really, I really don't still don't like them. Uh, still now, I do not like the wolves. Um, Abby is not part of the wolves, really. She's a yeah. former firefly. She doesn't really feel like she fits in there. Owen definitely doesn't feel like they fit in there. No, but so, you so wonder they, how they, much not of into that, that whole the militia thing that they no going. But you wonder how much of that carries across that the rest of that community. Are a lot of yep. them feeling that yep. way, and they've just basically it's almost safety in numbers, and they think actually, you know, it's better to be part of this and just keep quiet and go along with what's happening, even though yeah, that's sure. not actually sure. who they are. Mm. But but the the leader Isaac is surely uh, a right yes oh totally well. yeah yeah yeah. So, the, yeah the leaders always are <laughs> so I, I really don't I like love the this stuff so. though yeah you, you know this stuff about like post apocalyptic fiction where I've said this before I think I said it on the last episode when you move into this phase where you start looking at how the world rebuilds itself I just think it's absolutely fascinating to speculate what would happen to society if society stopped tomorrow. How would the world reform itself? Would any group, any leader be good, good, in inverted commas? I don't think it would. I think I think the wolves are an example of what would happen if you probably got a group of leaders who were strong military-type people. Yeah. They form a military-type society. Yeah. What, what we see in the stadium, which, by the way, is probably my favourite environment of the whole mm. of the two games. It's such so a far. cool use, alternative use of something that, you know, just you have such different kind of associations with. It's such a yeah. cool... And also, you think... It's amazing what they've done Yeah, with it. but you also think, if you were actually going to choose somewhere, perfect. It's like, you know, yeah. it's also a really, a really built fort. Mm. Yeah, shelter and you get the sun. It, it's amazing. Yeah. But what, what, what we see though walking around is we do see a society. We see schools. We see, you know, it is a fun... It's just a society which is philosophically very different yeah. to the society we've seen 
so far in Jackson. Mm. And we haven't seen much of the Seraphites and the Scars, who I think now we know by the end of this session are actually two different factions or a faction that's so split into two. We imagine that their society again, that we find that out when Lev and later on when they're hanging, etc., we find out that there's been a split in the Scars. But the Seraphites and the Scars are the same. I thought I they were think, one and the oh, same. Oh, they're one and the same. They, they do scar we'll themselves, so that they don't like to be called scars because they are seraphites, but they are one and the same. Let's come back to okay. that because there was something in, in Something Happens Later which leads you to believe that they might not be or they might not be now. But again, we can imagine that they're, they're a different society, mm. but one which is more religious-based yes. and built around a, yeah. a religion. <clears> so, yeah. I think it's really fascinating how all these things, and you speculate how it might have started, and they come out of the Fireflies, but there must be some military there. But the Fireflies was quite a militant, yeah. almost terrorist organization as yeah. well. Mm. So, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's dead interesting stuff. Yeah. And it, it, it packs a lot of this info, a lot of this storytelling into a relatively short space of time for this game. Like, we're having to take a lot in here. Abby's character development, she's very popular. She's got a good sense of humour. Yeah, everyone Uh, knows her, don't they? Yeah. she's going around, yeah. Everyone other than Mel seems to like her, but we kind of know what the tension is with them two. And it's given us all of this, and there's a lot to take in here in this stadium section. Yeah. Yeah. So the tension with Mel has got nothing to do with Owen, by the way. No, 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 no. It's because of the brutal way that she killed Joel. No, it's because of the brutal way that she killed Joel. She can't be part of that. Yeah, it could be, actually. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she did get scared. I'm sure the Seraphites and the Scars are one and the same, because I do remember later on when she actually calls one of them a Scar, um, and they correct her and say, no, 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 we we don't like that name. We're called Seraphites. But they do scar themselves to to, uh, please their god. Oh, maybe I maybe I took that for them to say, almost like no, we've splintered off no, from no, the scars no. No, now. The, the, you seraphite, you shouldn't call us scars. But you, so you're saying scars is like a pejorative yeah, exactly, term for seraphite. Exactly. And okay, these people, okay. uh, my guess is because of, I know what this game likes to be and likes to do. These two are that that are running away are doing that because they are lesbian. Okay, okay, maybe, yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Mm. Don't, isn't the battle in the woods, though, between Scars and Seraphites? No, I don't think so. No, I thought... No. Well, well no. Let's, let's, let's come to that, then. When, yeah, when yeah, we get ahead of there, ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, as, we, as we're going through, uh, we're heading up towards uh, Abby's room. We find out a few bits that the wolves are falling back from the Seravina Hotel. We get told that we've got to find Mel. Like I say that we know there's this history between her and Abby. She's not happy. Mel's not happy with what happened uh, with Joel. And Abby's got a nice little room, sort of overlooking the stadium. And I thought it was a little bit weird here when you see Mel, a uh, very pregnant Mel. <laughs> Given her fate, which we've just seen, we know what what happens with her. It's, it's just a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, took me back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. As as we're making our way out, then there's a bit where you get to play with a guard dog, yeah, Alice, um, and you can play. I think you, Bear is the other one that you play catch with. Mm. Yeah. Do um, you know what I did here? I threw the ball up where the dog can get it onto the <laughs> top of the light ledge. Of, <laughs> it's quite cool because you play fetch with the dog, don't you? So I threw it up a wet over like the fence. Yeah. 
the dog just goes and sits by the fence. And... <laughs> that's, that's, that's the one thing I couldn't bring myself to do in this game. That's uh, that, that's cruel, Chris. It's uh, I will happily beat as many people to death as possible, but I'm not going to throw a dog's ball where he can't get it. Don't, don't torture the dog. No, that's, that I was wrong. I really like dogs, so I took I took great pleasure <laughs> in throwing its ball away. <laughs> what a shame Nothing that uh, Ellie actually kills Alice. So, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. That's the same dog. That's isn't the, it? Sh- the dead, the dog that she lands on when she falls out of the chute that you just yeah. were talking about. Oh, of course it is. Yes. Oh, that I was so twi- sad. Yeah, when I, I didn't tweak that. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There we are. Losing um, its ball is the w- is not the worst of its problems. No. Then <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we stop off at the shooting range on the way out. Uh, anyone lose on the shooting range? Basically, you yeah, get a, you target competition, don't you? Shooting competition. Did you? I- yeah, I lost. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know it was possible. No, I, I didn't know if like your. <laughs> I didn't know if it like, just automatically put your shots mm. on. I think so I misunderstood won, the rules of the game. <laughs> okay, what hit the target? <laughs> <laughs> I did something wrong and I lost. Yeah, I did lose though. Okay. Uh, you missed an achievement, Chris. Mm. If you can one hundred percent it, you can, oh, I'll have to go back and play it again. Back, oh. Yeah, start again. <laughs> <laughs> you um you get in a truck at this point and Abby and Mel are talking. Owen's been um avoiding coming home, he's been picking up extra assignments. So, um and, and they're all they're all struggling basically with, with what happened in, in Jackson. The uh the cars a little bit further on uh, into the drive and the cars get ambushed by the scars or the seraphites. And eventually the vehicle gets hit by uh, a Molotov and crashes and they the, the group all sort of go into this building to, to hide out. And we go through this uh, warehouse. There's a new craftable that, that we, we get in here, the uh, pipe bombs. Mm. Yeah. There's a yeah, shambler. They've, yeah. They've and replaced f- the trap mines, haven't they? Yeah. Um, there's a shambler and a few other infected to deal with, but it's, it's not, not, again, not too difficult. A little further on, um, and we get our first upgrade bench of this section. And then we have to find a way up onto the roof so that we can rejoin Manny, who's, who's on, on the other side of the building. Anybody else, uh, squint when they, no, no, felt bad when the mill had to jump from like four meters height? Being very, Honestly, very yeah. pregnant. And then she's, I basically she's spend... very, very nimble for a very pregnant lady. <laughs> she is, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you felt yourself wincing every time she was pulling herself over a ledge or like yeah. basically squashing her belly against the, exactly. like, an, yeah. an, yeah. like an iron ledge or something. You just thought, no, this is this is probably a wee bit too far fetched for me just to sort of see this person but that, leaping that, around the rooftops like this. That one jump she yeah. did, I'm, I'm sure it was would have been three or four meters. She just jumped down, landed on her feet, and started walking. That that yeah. uh, that was weird to watch. <laughs> you're you're not going to do that with your swollen, pregnant ankles. I wouldn't suggest. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I I was struggling with this bit though a, a little bit. I was because you're starting again. It's a character that you've got to all your stats, all your upgrades have gone. Mm-hmm. You're basically starting again with a brand new character. Mm. Yeah, which was a little bit weird given how Yeah. Given how like how much of a soldier Abby yes. is, you'd think she'd yeah. have she'd be kitted up the whole time, mm. wouldn't you? But there she yeah. she's starting off. I would have liked that better actually. What what they've done instead is that they are like shoveling upgrade parts at you all the time. There's so exactly. many yeah. things to pick up all the yeah. time. So you can yeah. you can upgrade yeah. really, really quickly. I mean you Ellie can. what what Ellie did in twenty hours 
Abby does we in do four in five. or five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I would have liked this. You said Jim, she should just have been probably kitted out from the get go yeah. because she was a soldier. Yeah, and it and it would have made couple sense. Of hours are painful. Once again, these pain, the first couple of hours are painful, aren't yeah. they? In terms mm. of that, when the early part of it, you go through a rail depot. And there's a nice sort of combat section in, in there. You stealth stealth it. Just as it looks like you're sort of making progress, you get jumped again by some more scars. The wolves arrive and they sort of save the day and sort of bail you out. And they take out the uh, the scars. And then they take the group to uh, like the forward base where you was where you was trying to get to. I think it's the Saravina Hotel. Mm. Just before, sorry, just before you move on, Jim. Mm. I got really stuck here. You guys are going to... Matt is going to really take the proverbial out of me here. But I got stuck twice in this section. This is the first time. Do you know in like the warehouse when you you get the ladder and you move the ladder on and yep. then you go onto the... And then you have to pick the ladder up again yep. and move yep. it again. I And there's a rope yep. on top of yep. the, the thing. So I probably was... Took me about 25 minutes this of trying to fling the rope around everywhere until I realised that you had to move the ladder again. Mm. Uh, okay. How many point-and-click adventure Twenty- games have you played, Chris? <laughs> Too many to count. <laughs> 25, I reckon about 25 minutes I was stuck on this bit. Uh, so I got this, I got this straight away. Yeah, yeah. With, I'm not like trying to brag or anything like that. I got this straight away. But later on, when we get yeah. to the aquarium, there's a bit yeah. with the skylight that you need so to break. So that's the first actual thought. puzzle in this game. The first actual oh, puzzle. That took me ages. I had to look at a walkthrough for No, Chris. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I got completely stuck. Oh, God. But, but this, this took me about 25 minutes, but I did in the mm. end can't figure it out. But I didn't feel very clever by the end of it. I needed to use a guide. I'm detracting two man points from you right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Where were we? Um, just, uh, yeah. So um, Mel's being wounded. We didn't see it happen, but she looks like she's been stabbed or shot or something mm. in, in the shoulder. Um, and she gets taken off uh, by to see, to see a medic. Manny mentions that he doesn't trust the new recruits. When we get there, there's a load of people sort of all sat around talking and he says that he doesn't trust uh, the, the new recruits. We see Whitney. Um, she's the girl that Eddie killed whilst playing a, a Vita. So she's yeah. still playing a Vita. Uh, again, couldn't work out what the game was. But there we go. <laughs> a catchy little theme um, tune. It's good. Yeah, yeah. There's still, um, then there's loads of people with, every, you know, you basically, as you're walking through the people that Abby can interact with, you get like a little triangle above the head and you get little tidbits of conversation. Just on that note as well, we're right back at the start when I'd said that the only thing that took away from or broke the immersion for me a wee bit was these repeating character models on mm. the very, on the opening. Mm. I didn't notice it here. And I was looking for it again, and there's a lot of characters here. So I don't know why. Maybe just by virtue of the kind of there's, there was more happening or whatever. I'm not sure, but I I didn't notice nearly so much repetition in this stage, which seemed to be even busier than what that very first scene was. So there's the only reason for, for exploring here, though. Mm. Yes, yeah, but mm. even with that, even in the first part, that opening scene, they were repeating fairly regularly. Um, but, the uh, only reason I can think 
It's because this is all very much, this is all a lot more close up, isn't it? Yeah. and it's obviously, So it's- maybe you'd, you'd notice it a bit more. Whereas when we're in Jackson, it's, it's a lot, it's a bigger environment. So perhaps they yeah, don't think I you'll don't notice it as much. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. So here's a tip yeah. for you. If you don't want to break the emotion, stop looking for it, Andy. This is it. This is my problem, man. So I just stop exploring every nook and cranny while people are trying to talk to me. It's just like mid mid conversation, I'm crawling around behind a crate to see what's happening. It's, as you do in real life, of course. Yes. <laughs> is there a playing card here? Yeah. Where's the coins? My wife keeps saying that to me. Andrew, will you get out from the cupboard while I'm talking to you? <laughs> but I'm looking for old coins. <laughs> There must be a clip or two behind it. <laughs> yeah, <here>. Exactly. <laughs> we um, we see Nora. She shows us to a tent, and it's full of wolf bodies. Owen um, and a, and a guy called Danny were sent to investigate uh, scar activity, and Danny managed to get back to the wolves with a with a bullet in his stomach. Passed away whilst talking to Isaac. Um, we don't know what he said at this point, I don't think, but Abby now has to then go and find Isaac. Eventually we find him. We're sort of making our way again through a building. We've got like a little lift and, and that. And we find Isaac. He's, he's mid torture. But we get, just before that, we, you see like some prisoners. And as Abby is going through this prison cell, you've got these, yeah. these prisoners are all sort of scurrying away from Abby. Yeah. Not necessarily. I don't maybe think it was because it, they knew they recognised her or anything like that. No. They were obviously just tortured. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I was, wasn't a, just. Yeah, I was very out of all the horrific things we see in this game. Yeah, that, but it wasn't like yeah. she, there wasn't it like she said, "Oh, like what's going on here?" Type thing or anything. She didn't seem remotely concerned about the state that these people were in. So obviously, that's just no. part and parcel of their day to day life. Yeah. They yeah. do what the regular characters do when you run towards them. Have you noticed that the animation on the on the NPCs on your companion NPCs when you run towards them, and they j- jump out the yeah, way? This and... little shuffle, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit odd, mm. <laughs> but yeah, horrible. Uh, not not a nice environment at all. Isaac wants basically he's chatting away uh, with 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 Abby and Manny, and he wants Manny um, and Abby to lead two squads in like a final fight against the uh, against the scars. This this all out assault he calls it. I think Abby asks for permission. Uh, he's basically saying that they're going to do it in a couple of days, and Abby then asks for permission to go and find Owen and bring him back. Um, with the, in between sort of going out, Isaac refuses and says that if he shows up he'll he'll give him the benefit of the doubt what we find out uh basically danny whilst he was dying went was chatting with isaac and says that owen put the bullet in in danny to save david, some, I think, some wasn't it, to, was, it uh, uh, was it david was it sorry yeah um he basically owen put the bullet in him to to save some some scars Who yep. again? I think we're gonna we're gonna find out who at some Ex- stage. Yeah. Yes, I think we may already know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, um, Isaac basically says no at this point. After he uh, he's left, Abby um, tells Manny she's gonna go and find Owen regardless of what he says. Um, and I, and I'm guessing uh, just when uh, we was playing as Ellie. 
and we were going through events like for an, an, an air duct air vent. We looked down. This is when we were um, after Nora. We saw it looked like Abby was in a prison cell. Yeah. And I'm guessing at some stage they catch up to her and we're, again, we're going to find out how yeah. she ended up in, in this prison cell. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. There's... um. Who plays Isaac, by the way? He's really cool. Yeah, I I, I recognise that he seemed to have a likeness to somebody that I've seen in something. Do you... I did, I did look. I think he's another Westworld actor. Oh, I that's exactly who it I is. Um, oh, what's his name? He's the guy who is... If it's the guy I'm thinking of, that's exactly who it would be. Um, oh, it's going to really annoy me, his name. I know exactly the actor you're meaning, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he's in. He's. In, I'm pretty sure he's in Westworld as well. A lot of this cast are in Westworld, as we we mentioned last yeah. time. Yeah, Bernard. He's very cool he plays a guy called Bernard in Westworld. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's who it it's is. Oh, I couldn't place yeah. it. Thank you. Awesome. Because I didn't. I told, as I said on the last episode, I don't want to look these things up, but that's exactly who it is. He plays Isaac brilliantly. Yeah. Yeah. And again, he comes across as like this sort of guy that you don't want to double cross. No. 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 Very cool. We get another sort of flashback at this point to three years earlier. Owen and Abby are, um, are sat on the Ferris wheel that we saw uh, from earlier on. Yeah. Abby is afraid of heights, which I don't think we've seen so far. No, we haven't. I don't know. Other than if I did manage to fall from a great height when Abby got a little bit wobbly on one of those buildings and I managed oh, to fall yes. into a hole and killed her. Is it also, is it later on in the game, is it that Mel says to Abby something about her vertigo? How's your vertigo or something? Yeah. Is that later? I think, yeah. no, it's before. Yeah. That's in the bit where that I got stuck with the ladder. Yeah. So she does reference that uh, there. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So we did now. Yeah, Owen's trying to get her to face her fears and, and he jumps off the... Uh, it's a really nice little touch, uh, cut scene, this. I, I like yeah. this. He jumps yeah. off jumps off the Ferris wheel. Um, Abby thinks uh, that she, he's basically sort of committed suicide. He then jumps <laughs> jumps off to and follows him. Uh, but it but it makes the player do the jump. So the cutscene finishes and it makes the player do, do the yeah. jump. I didn't realise that at first. I thought you were going to basically... She was going to watch, and he was going to come back up from the the water. Like he was going to come up back up to the surface, and then they were just going to have a bit of back and forth. So I was stood there watching, 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 and he wasn't coming back up. And I said, "Right, I had control of her." Like, oh, I see. Mm. They're expecting me to jump here, and I, I think it was somebody was yeah. saying in the Discord channel that that looked too high to jump from. I would not be jumping from there. Yeah, especially. No, I think, don't it, know I think it might do you find some a, trouble. I think. Yeah, this is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> sadly. Yeah. Um, they end up sort of swimming together into the into the aquarium. It looks a lot different when the, when there's not a storm sort of smashing it to pieces. Yeah. There's a boat in the theatre, um, and, and on the boat there's like family pictures. And I don't know. I just this this was another one of those moments I've mentioned before. You know those little quieter moments where it just yeah. it makes you think of all the normal families that that just. You seem like they would just get destroyed, yeah. If if something like this ever did happen, um, and I, it's just one of those moments. That I think this game just and both both the games just do so well for me, anyway. Yeah, 
there's a lovely story in here as well about the dad and the kids. Yeah. You know, and the and the kids are getting frustrated because the dad just wants to stay where he thinks they're safe. Yeah. But but the kids, you know, and, and it is a the demonizing the the scars, but the scars essentially are grooming these kids. Yeah. Into going with them, the kids end up leaving their dad. Yeah, it's just another one of those nice little stories you find in the world which just fleshes out the world. It's a bit of a revenge story again because the kids are angry with the yeah. dad because he doesn't do anything about the people who yeah. killed their mother. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He wants to, to yeah. keep them alive instead. Yeah. yeah. We head up into the aquarium again um, and there's this huge like blue whale suspended from the ceiling. Um, even and even in it's clearly obviously in disrepair as it would be, but it's still still impressive. Yeah, and and we find out that like the family from the boat have been living in the aquarium. Yeah, the two again. This is all sort of fleshed out in these these notes that we find, and we find out that the two brothers have, had left to join the scars. The dad had stayed behind and sort of looks to have seen his days out there. We find his body sort of clutching a, a note. And Abby says she doesn't know why anyone would join join the scars. You know, she says they're a cult. Um, but and I mean, at this this point, he, sa- he says, you know, that's what people say about the wolves. How yeah. how different are the two groups? I think I, he says that that's what people said about the fireflies that they were terrorists. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, yes. Does, yeah. 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 I started to like Owen at this yeah. point. Yeah. 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 Um, they go down this this elevator shaft. They're basically just exploring this this aquarium, um, yeah. and there's a fort at the bottom. And again, I, I got little Firewatch vibes. Mm. This, you know, when we were playing Firewatch and they go into the cave, and then you know you find what you find down in the bottom yeah. of the cave. Yeah. But just before right. that, we obviously find this little fort, don't we? That had been built in this in this yeah. into ah oh, yeah, just little little vibes like that. Nice. Yeah. Um. The two characters share a kiss uh, in in this in the observation room. After they basically they're looking through the observation glass, and they and a seal comes down, and and in this nice little scene where the, the seal sort of seal sort of stops almost to, to have a look at them, and and they they share a kiss. Abby pulls. The seal stayed alive, by the way. I'm sorry. How has the seal stayed alive? No mushrooms under under water, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> is it not I, I assumed it was on the outside yeah, yeah that's what I thought as well yeah I think it's, it's like it's, I think it's it's all it's open to the open ocean mm. I think yeah. okay mm. so it's not in a tank no no, no I don't okay. think I assumed I hope it was not. On, on the outside <laughs> no. but I, I was still I was I thought at some point there's going to be a shark come along <laughs> yeah it's good yeah <laughs> again show this little <laughs> moment too. of beauty and then this absolute brutality as this shark sweeps yeah. in and yeah. bites Maybe it in they half to they had to be a spotted seal yeah. of course Nader. because that had been a large part of the conversation of it until that point that uh, yes. Owen is adamant that he's seen a, a seal that had spots yeah and, and Abby says no oh yeah. no there's no such thing so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, Abby pulls away from the kiss and and she she says basically she cuts him dead straight away and says that the leads have dried up. She's referring to to Joel, mm. and all she all she can think about is Joel. All she wants to do is get back to training. Const- she's constantly saying while they're exploring that we we need to get back to training. We're away from training. We yeah. need to get back. Um, and you can see this obsession in in a, a this this need for for revenge, which is obviously no different to what we see in in Ellie. Yeah. I thought this yeah, scene was quite powerful human. because this is where it's it's really really clear that she's completely destroyed by anger and hatred as well, or her wish for revenge. Mm. She can't even she she clearly loves this man, but but she can't she can't 
yeah. get into that in any way. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It then cuts back to present day, and we've got Manny and Abby looking at the Ferris wheel in, in the distance. And Abby sort of says, that's where Rowan's going to be. Manny walks with Abby and gets her, her out of the sort of um, like off camp, if you, yeah. if you like, where, where they're all where they're all based. Um, he helps her over the fence, and and you they've clearly got this like close relationship, Manny and, and Abby. Yeah, and then we we're sort of making our way through all these like these abandoned buildings again. It's sort of building after like a building after building as as we go. So I'll, I'll try and sort of steer through there, and unless anyone's got any sort of just, just to standout the, moments, the encounters are good, really mm. good, really good here throughout this whole section. I really enjoyed the counters, yeah. doing them stealth and using the yeah. silence pistol. And well, post, I was going to say the opposite. Stealthily. Yeah, I was going to say the opposite. Is that I I love playing as Abby because she's basically just she's basically a tank character, yes. isn't she? Where and she that's how is, she would do it, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. But all her weapons are designed to be on the offensive yes. as well. So yeah. the way that I've been playing the game up until this point, anyway, Abby is just taking that to a whole new level because the uh, you you can you can you've probably now got the tools to to go on the front foot. I absolutely love playing as her. I think she's fantastic. So uh, as Ellie, I'd always try to be stealthy, but as Abby, uh, I'm just rushing in there, killing. Stuff. Oh, it, it just it just fits. Mm. So I was definitely more offensive because Abby takes ages to choke yes, them out, she doesn't does. she? <laughs> yeah, she takes ages. So what I was doing a lot more, which I didn't really do with Ellie, was I was using the silence pistol mm. a lot more mm. and I was using her momentum move, which you can unlock with tablets. Did you guys unlock that? Yeah. So if you get a melee mm. kill, momentum kicks in and for a, I think it's about 10 seconds... Every melee attack is an instant kill, critical oh, hit. Nice. So if you've if you've got a group of four baddies and you can take one down with a melee attack from behind, you can then just run round absolutely pelting everyone. Oh, I, I, I need to buy that. Away. I haven't used any of my <laughs> those those stuff you can do with the tablets. I think mm. that momentum is a really mm. good one. Yeah, she's got some yeah. good ones. Yeah. Yeah, I also found a, um, a there's a thing in the Chinese quarter that were one of the th- areas we go through is like a Chinese kind of restaurants and shops. There was a thing called a strange relic that I found. Yes, which is like yeah, the, I found that one. Yeah, the old ring which popped the popped the trophy yeah. for a relic of the sage's achievement. Yeah, I think uh, that's near the antique shop, isn't it? Where you yes. find the shotgun, where you find the double barrel shotgun. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is another awesome weapon. Nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shivs are back as well at this point. Yes. So obviously Ellie had a, a knife with her the whole time, but for some reason Abby has to craft shifts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why a soldier would. I use them though on the clickers. It just seemed a bit weird. Like surely a soldier a, sho- a soldier would be carrying a, a mm. knife around. But yeah, yeah. she has a big yeah. Rambo knife on her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Uh, there's a jump scare with the clicker. Yeah, that get up one. Yeah, I was I was sort of yeah. half expecting it because it's it's we had a similar one with Ellie, didn't we? When you sort of squeeze in down that little little section, mm. but yeah, it's, it's still got me. Still got me as well. Yeah, you work your way up through this building and you're taking out the scars and that as you go. And again, you see the Ferris wheel, and then you have to make your way back down through the building. It's like an yeah. old office 
block type building. Again, more scars to fight. When you get out, you slide down this like um, like like bank to the street level, and as you do, Abby gets charged by by the scar. Um, and Abby goes like, oh, I, like Mike Tyson bites the ear off um, oh, off yeah. of this scar horrible horrible scene yeah. and the, but she and she starts out. well more more arrive and she starts to overpower them um, and and as it looks like she's getting the upper hand on on this group basically she just gets this savage hammer blow to the head and it's like yeah. oh yeah yeah awful and then it cuts to um, four months earlier yeah. So a lot of a lot of sort of time jumping um, in in this. It's good um, though. Part, it's filling in the story. Mm. You know, yeah. it's very very coherent and very very nicely done. This section is 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 really fast paced, isn't it? It is. Yeah, and it it makes a nice change, doesn't it? Or it did to yeah. me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Abby's gone to find Owen then, um, and it looks like he's living at the aquarium. And there's yeah. a little sort of archery competition that you can do where yeah. I think him and him and Mel have basically put mm. up some targets. Chris probably yeah. lost. And there's again. a little, there's yeah, there's like a little blackboard in there with um with with their scores. Mm. What go on then? What score did you get, Mad? I forget, but I did win. Oh bollocks! What score did you <laughs> I get? Forget. Sec- I reckon you got six. <laughs> no, I, I I did win. So I, Mad's got six. But the uh, you got to the top of the leaderboard. Yes. Not yes, since. I did. I did. <sighs> I got, Andy, what what did you get? I think it was eleven. Was it was it ten? You had to get eleven. Eleven it wasn't even eleven targets. Yeah, yes, yeah it was. was. Her, Mel, Mel, Mel's score or the top score was ten, was it not? And so you had to get ten. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I thought, thought Mel had nine. ten. I got eleven, and, and then Owen had nine. So I got one I or two more than than the top score. But I couldn't see any more targets, and then I was running around, and I couldn't find more to shoot. But the timer was still. Because I, 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 was it scripted that you had to win? Did because no, I only got I got nine. <laughs> I got nine as well. Oh, okay, yeah. I couldn't yeah, well, find we, like the last. We target. only we only played it once though, Jim. These two kept <laughs> reloading it. They got the highest score. Spent an hour on this. So, bit, so Andy. Do, I, do I get two points <laughs> yeah. for this episode? Can we can we carry this over to the retro asylum, Chris? <laughs> no, mate. No, we can't. That's enough. Moving on. <laughs> did it pop a, a trophy out of interest? Probably did. I forget. I, 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 I don't care about don't trophies. Remember. So I don't know. I uh, knew Matt was going to say that. <laughs> you can probably see. Can you? We're friends on uh, on PSN, aren't we? So you can probably see yourself. No, because you, you've never accepted my friend request on okay. PSN. I, I don't. I, I, so I I only made it about four years ah, ago. So don't you worry. There's no rush. Send it again, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, him and uh, so Owen and Mel have been together for a year and I felt really bad for them both after what we see Ellie do so um, so they're basically living in this in this aquarium and they've put like they're celebrating Christmas they've put yeah, stockings been, up and yeah, just sort amazing, of tried to yeah. make it a bit a bit more homely yeah so did you get a feeling that uh, it wouldn't be accepted by the wolves that they were living in this aquarium as well would it be accepted? No, I, I, I definitely not. got the feeling that it wouldn't be accepted. You need to live no, in no. the city. Um, yeah, and then so they were, also they were kind of kind of breaking out of the group already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you got a, a little inkling as well, or actually more than an inkling, just with um, 
you can still see just the way that Owen and Abby are interacting, that there's unfinished business yeah, there. Definitely. And, yeah. you know, both there's both are still holding a candle for one another. Or at least yeah. that's how I took it. Yeah, the chemistry's yeah, really totally. well conveyed yeah. isn't it, between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Abby says that she's got a lead on Tommy from some former fireflies that I think they turned up at the game mm. or something. Um, and she wants Owen to join the rest of this team that she's put together. It's like hit squad, if you like. Um, and she keeps saying how bad uh, Joel is for, for what he's done. And uh, she's not bothered. The, the way that I sort of read it, she keeps, she's getting other people to, to join the group by saying, oh, you know, she, <laughs> how bad Joel is for, for what he's done. She wasn't, she wasn't because of the loss of her father. She wasn't her, her revenge isn't driven by the fact that her father was trying to create a cure and, mm. and trying to do something for the good of mankind. It doesn't seem to have, or that that's what I got anyway. It doesn't seem to be a driving factor. All she's concerned with the fact that Joel killed her dad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it's very personal. Yeah. 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 It cuts back to present day again at this point, and we find Abby getting dragged um, and, she, and tied up. I love really this atmospheric. Man. <laughs> so, oh, it's dripping with atmosphere, isn't it? Brilliant. The music is just yeah. in, in, unbelievable. Yeah, she gets put into a noose um, at, the, at this stage, um, and Emily. Um, puts a knife into her stomach, and this was just oh yeah, like I couldn't watch. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it just felt it. Oh, it's horrible. Um, and the scars are about to kill her. Basically, that's it. She's game over for for Abby. Two, um, two more, uh, two like children arrive. Uh, sorry, no, two scars arrive. They're dragging a, a child um, called one of them called Yara. Yeah. Um, and I think Emily dishes out an order saying to clip her wings, meaning basically to break her arms. Yeah, that's horrible. Horrible. Just yeah. awful. Um, and, and this, this again, this is just horrific. We see all these like nice sort of scenes on the boat. And then this is the total opposite of that. Yeah. We see it's this. Nightmarish. Oh, awful. They're just the fact that people could do this to each other, like, and to a child. And, well, one of the scars basically smashes, um, Yara's arm with, with a hammer and is yeah. about to do the same to, to the other other arm and then some arrows start flying in um, and another child called Lev appears and I thought is this the two from the aquarium at this point I don't think I don't think it is but at, at this point I thought well, was this the, the children from the aquarium that left to join the scars yeah I haven't made that no, link me neither. could be but- no. Could be. I thought they were lovers. I don't know. Well, I didn't know if it it, tie, if it well. worked with with the time, like with the timeline. Mm. But it yeah. could be. It certainly yeah. could be. That'd be interesting. Did has it not got one of the kids' names on the room at the aquarium? Oh yeah, it does. What? Well, yeah, one was a boy. Yeah, that's true. Um, so it wouldn't work. I forget yeah. what the name is, but it, uh, okay. I think they've got their name written on one of the rooms where you go into where it's because got the it's crab such, up on the wall such and, and such stuff. Such as force. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, one's okay. a boy. Um, Emily uh, gets gets killed. Abby is is choking her, and then Yara uh, basically gets this hammer. <laughs> 
puts it into her neck. It's just so savage. Um, and Lev wants to leave Abby at this point and walk away and leave her. She's obviously in the noose and, and, and choking. But Yara tells him to, to cut her down. I've got written down. I'd leave her. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still you're still not down. I'm still not. I'm still point. not there. I'm still not over it. <laughs> um, she, yeah, I've, she didn't show Joel any any thanks for uh, when when he saved when he That's saved true. her. Yeah. Um, the next section is fantastic. Again, you you you're running through the woods, yeah. and this is the bit that you was talking about, Chris, with with the scars and the seraphites. I think earlier on basically yeah. you're you're on the run you're being chased by by these scars yeah um and it's raining and it's like lit up by fire ah oh, just just yeah the graphical effects we keep talking about them but they're just incredible it, it, we do keep talking about them but it's difficult for us to convey just how incredible looking this game is you know for anyone who's not if you've gone in this far i'm sure you've seen it yeah what 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 they did with the ps4 is phenomenal. Mm. I I just really like how you each of the kind of the groups have got their own kind of environmental associations as well. Whereas you know, any time yeah. it involves the seraphites, we're a bit more back to nature mm. and we're in a yeah, jungle yes. environment. Yeah. There's the flames yeah. and the fire and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had yeah, that crawling through get... the grass, didn't we? Yeah, earlier in. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. You definitely. That's know. how they get rid of the infected, isn't it? They burn. They. I think there's one of the things that we pick up. They call them demons, and they burn. Mm. Once, the, if a person dies, they're burned to stop them turning into infected. Yeah, yeah. It looks at this point like you've escaped and you've got away, uh, but Emily didn't didn't die from the hammer to the neck. She's she's back, and we get this um, this punch this fighting section where you're uh, she's swinging this hammer at Abby, and Abby's sort of taking like like. Uh, punches. She's she's punching Emily as you go. Sort of. She's a she's a big girl, isn't mm. she? She is. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, Abby manages to to get the hammer off her. That was a tough fight. I think it's it's pretty strict. Yeah, it was a oh. tricky one. Yeah, I died five seven times, something like that. Oh, okay. I died a couple of times, but I didn't I didn't find it as hard as one of the clicker encounters leading okay. up to this when. I really wish there had been a cutscene because I died about three or four times on one of the things in the forest because the clickers kept mm. getting me. Mm. When it was right in the middle of what felt like a story section and I kept dying and having to redo mm. it, I was a bit like, okay, now I'm over this. But yeah, the boss fight I thought, I thought, thought was all right. I, I entered that yeah, boss fight with not that much health and I didn't have a health kit at that point. So that was okay. so tough. I mean, if I if she struck me twice, I'd be dead. And, and, and she yeah. really does some damage with that hammer. Yes. Save that thought, Mads, because that tripped me up massively in a little bit that we're about to come mm. to. Um, basically, you get through the boss fight where you dodge when she swings the hammer and then you, you throw a few punches and this sort of continues to the stage where she'll swing it. I think it's like three times by yes. the end. But eventually, Abby gets the, the hammer off, off Emily, knocks her to the floor and then just brings the hammer down onto her face and oh god it's gruesome gruesome stuff you go inside this garage um, and we find another new weapon the hunting pistol yeah yeah and i unlocked the fourth upgrade tree for abby at this this point i got the final one here i think Ah, okay so i'm missing Um, one or maybe not long after this i got an achievement for finding all training manuals in the game 
There's one more to come. I think it's on the ship in a oh, safe. Maybe, yeah, maybe my notes skip mm. ahead. Yeah, yeah there's definitely yeah, maybe one you're right, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Um, we go. We go through, and this is what I was referring to. It's like a combat room. Basically, Laura and Lev, Yara and Lev go through this hatch. Yeah. And they they come back to open the door, but the door won't open yeah, from the other side. Yeah. And at this point, there's like runners and clickers. We get a couple of shamblers a bit later on. And whereas before, when we was in this like big, massive, wide room, and it, it felt like it was easier to deal with this shambler, this is a really sort of close space. There's not much room at it's all. Horrible, horrible um, section. Yeah, I, I see. Yes. This was a favorite tough, part of the entire fight. game, I think. Yes, really? this took me so many attempts, and I've, I was, I died. I tried again. I, I thought, okay, I'm going to try to start in this room and just stay here and shoot them, and then I died there a couple yeah. of times. And okay, I'm going to run over here, and especially the clickers were annoying because um, you, you'd kill a lot of these different enemies, and then all of a sudden a clicker would get too close wow. to you, and you die in, in in one go. I mean, there's no yeah. no warning yeah. there really. So I mean. This was horrible, horribly made. Yeah. yeah. I know uh, John V, uh, Morpin as well, they they mentioned, didn't they, that they, they yeah. both struggled with yeah. this on, on the Discord. Yeah. yeah. Moment- momentum serves you well, though, because if you've got that momentum skill yeah. and you can nail one, then you can you turn into a human wrecking ball for about 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, I need to pick up that skill. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know I've uh, yeah. used a lot of upgrade points for my weapons, but I think I may have totally forgotten to use the, the tablets on Abby. So, yeah. Oh man, you've got loads. Yeah, yeah, I must have. I must have hundreds. Yeah. So what caught me out previously? I thought the game's been really good at the checkpointing, but I got checkpointed in this like mid mid sort of battle, if you like. That could go wrong. And I only had a little bit of health. And whenever I ran to like try and um, like regenerate my health, like heal, take a health back. I would I'd get ran by a clicker mm. or a runner. I, yeah. I didn't have the time to yeah. to redo my health, and it I, so frustrating. I think Eventually, I managed that, to do it. Weird, but mm. yeah, yeah, mid checkpoint at mid mid battle, okay. which really weird because like yeah, that before okay, yeah, before that, it's, it's been me, really yeah. good at that. Yeah, I reckon I got really lucky. I did waste a lot of ammo though in this bit. I was worried because I bet yeah, I haven't been using that much ammo, but I did waste it. I felt like I wasted because I thought I had to clear the room, and then I realised there was because I think one of them Yara or Lev they come shouting, back for yeah. you. Yeah. They're calling, aren't they? Come over here, and I was like, hmm, maybe I don't have to kill everyone. Yeah, but I, no, you can't. Pretty, I cleared myself out almost of ammo completely. Yeah, well, I I saved um, a video actually, which I'll, I'll try, if I remember, I'll stick it up on the YouTube channel. Yeah, but do it it. Reminds, someone had the same experience as me on the Discord. I, I, I forget who it was who wrote it now. Um, but basically, they Yara and Lev come back for you and they come back for you through this yeah. car, don't they? And they tell you to climb up onto the car to get out or climb through the car to get out. Well, I wasn't quite in the right place to trigger. So it took me ages to get this far. I just kept dying and dying. Yeah. And I wasn't quite in the right place to trigger the the, the sort of momentum to get yeah, out. The tri- the triangle out. prompt. Yeah, and I got took out by like the, oh, I think no. it's like the week. The, yeah, I'd like a slither of health <laughs> left. And I had to do it all again. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, hmm. nightmare. But I did did get through it eventually. When you leave, Lev finds this um, this port cabin that's open, 
he tries a few different poor cabins, but then 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 finds one. Um, Abby's in there and she resets Yara's arm. I thought it was a lot worse yeah, than a, yeah, a was... dislocated arm from what we saw. But yeah, the way that uh, Abby arm was uh, dealt a few hammer blows, it should have been broken in many ways. Yeah, but, uh... and it. It was just got red lucky. as well, wasn't it? Like all yeah, burst yeah. with like the blood vessels and yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but that crack when she resets yeah. the arm. Oh, <laughs> horrible. Yeah. wonder where they got the sound sample for that. It's someone cracking their knuckle into a <laughs> microphone or something. Probably like a, one of the Lethal Weapon films. Didn't he? <laughs> he was always yes. putting his shoulder out, wasn't he? In, in the Lethal Weapon films. Um, she tells <laughs> Abby tells them that it's a, basically this this area gets a lot of traffic um, and they they need to be gone by the morning. Mm. And again, this is like the first time I think we actually see like a compassionate side for, from Abby. Yeah, yeah, but she's the way the way she just walks out though. She's like, right, that's him off. Yeah, yeah, you're on yeah, your own again. Losing. Yeah, yeah, probably going to die, but you know, I've done my bit. Yeah, I've done my yeah. bit. Yeah, that's enough now. Compassion over. I'm going. Off and they she are goes. they are kids. Oh, they. Right, yeah, it comes that, back that she leaves leaves at this port cabin. Yeah, yeah. Um, we go through this open area next. It's clickers and runners, and you need to get across this open area to the other side. Abby, how uh, did uh, I ended up just making a run for this? I just ran. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. was getting a little bored of this section by yeah. now, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, when it got to another encounter, I was like, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, the encounter rate was a bit mm. too high here. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't so a very I, interesting I location like, either, was it? It was no. just a no, very generic yeah. shipping container, big open yard. Yeah, and, you know, yeah we've been there seen before it a million so times. Many times. Yeah. 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 So I just legged it. <laughs> Me too. When you do get to the side, you go up this like, like hill, and then you, Abby tries to make a jump. She doesn't make it the sort of land that that she goes to aims to land on, gives way and she falls into some water. We go to like a short swimming section, and on the other side of it, you're you're on the beach next to the to the aquarium. And then I really enjoyed this this next bit. This is I thought this was great. You go in, you go inside this like you start off at the bottom of a ship, and you yeah. work your way up through the ship. Find the crossbow. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Such a cool um, weapon. You find the third well, you come across a group of people, don't you, with arrows in them, and it looks like they've been killed in their sleep. Yeah. And again, there's some really good like excerpts that, that you find here where basically yeah. the, the, the captain sort of t- sort of talks through um, yeah. what's what's gone off on the mm. ship that basically that there wasn't any infected on there, or he thought there wasn't. If then they think they found one, threw him overboard. Yeah. And then there was more infected, and then yeah. basically the ship gets overrun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, I think he, he beaches the ship, doesn't he? So that anyone who isn't, who is still alive can effectively sort of get, get to safety. Get yeah. Um, so this section is the first part where I really went all stealth with Abby because of the crossbow. Mm. It was good fun. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. that also means I didn't kill everybody here because there were sections where you only had to kill like half of them and yeah, you could just, to get just through. sneak yeah. around the rest. Yeah. yeah, and it works far more like a normal projectile weapon rather than the bow, which you have to yeah. yes, compensate for the drop yeah. a wee bit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a good, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good weapon. Yeah, it is very good. And it, it again, all, it all went wrong for me though on top of the boat because I'd messed up the stealth, 
and got spotted and there's a shambler up mm, there, yeah, isn't there? Yeah. By the but exit door. I nailed the shambler with a pipe bomb absolutely <laughs> on the money and blew it to bits. <laughs> yeah. This nice. thing. And I went over and looked at what was left of it. <laughs> and Not a lot. It's a minestrone soup. There was parts of Shambler all over, like the engine room of the boat. It was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't see it. So was it its, was it's arse one that you were talking about, Andy, Oh, the, the gaping yore of its arse. Yes. You know, it's, ar- it's arse are gone. Oh, dear. <laughs> It was it was just the way it was just perfect. It landed right on the money and this thing just exploded yeah. like a ripe peach. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So this is where I found the fifth upgrade tree. Right. That you mentioned, Chris. Where right where the was the cord oh. for the safe? Ooh, I think was it was it lower down? I think it was lower down. Was it? I don't know, but I got yeah. the safe. It was around somewhere. I, I definitely had the call this was when a, I got up to the top of the ship. I didn't have to search up there. I think. I think in there's a there's a um, you find like a, a letter mm. and they tell you about an inventory on the top floor. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I wonder if I missed the, the code for the safe in there. I either missed it or I forgot that I had it by the time I got to the safe because I didn't have the code in my head. But it was one of these ones where, unfortunately, once you get to the safe, you can't go back. Mm. And this is one of these prime examples of where... Those invisible walls. You're on the top deck, yeah, and there's a door that you have to open, which is the case you've had to that numerous times. And the, the slightly frustrating thing is that there's probably as often as not, the code for the safe has been further on than the safe itself. Yeah. And so you wouldn't, because I'd obviously missed it, I wouldn't have known that I'd missed it. And so I just assumed when I saw that safe, oh, well, the code's probably at the far end of the boat. Mm. And then when obviously I got, there was a door that I had to open. But as soon as I went through it, that was it. Uh, and I thought, oh, that's fine. I'll just reload a checkpoint. So you pause it and it's obviously got the option. And it says, it's when it says yeah. reload from that. And it's got like, less than one minute. I said, bollocks. <laughs> this is so bad. And then, You've missed yeah, it. And now and again, I do just make a habit of putting in uh, my own save file anyway. But it was, yeah, it was about, yeah. I think it was about three hours back or something like that. It was back with, um, <laughs> it was a bit just where uh, Yara and Lev first make their appearance. And I was like, I am, yeah. I am not going that far back just to find out what's in a safe. I, I thought, oh, yeah. I'll wait till I speak to you guys. So, mm. but that, that That's, you're not, you're not getting the achievement for opening every safe in the game. Well, but no. I care about that. But that's for, so. What was the what was the manual that was in it? It was ordnance, uh, ordnance survival. It was called. So does that make you? Does that allow you to make more pipe bombs? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, pipe bombs have bigger effects. I, I use the I use the pipe bombs loads. So. <laughs> Yeah, so I've got my notes here. It says this one improves things like pipe bombs and makes silencers more durable. Ah, uh, yes, that is. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing because that's caught me out a few times as well. Because I've got a five-shot silencer with Ellie, but it's only a three-shot yeah. silencer with Abby. Mm. And so sometimes you're yeah. shooting away at people, and suddenly it makes a big bang. You think, yeah. ah, yes, that's because <laughs> my <laughs> it's not the same. Well, you might there. you might not get through Seattle Day Two now. That might be it. This you is might it. Start again. Yeah, I know. I might. I might. Doomed. Yeah, I might have to go back four hours or whatever. <laughs> Either that, or I could actually maybe try and play it with stealth mechanics that the designers intended. But uh, at least then you get to watch Mads' favourite scene in the whole game. <laughs> true, yes. true enough. Yeah, absolutely. I'll make a separate, I'll make a separate save file for that one. <laughs> it's, uh, 
<laughs> Stay tuned, kids. It's yeah. coming up. Um, so just off the top uh, top floor of the ship, then there's a door at the end of it, and we you go through uh, through the door, and then we end up walking under like this broken up freeway, and uh, I'm, I'm we're at the the aquarium. Now there's a puzzle to to get into the aquarium. My God, my word! This uh, this. <laughs> so basically, you you walk in around the aquarium trying to find a way in. Now I've still got hints left. So it basically, after a little while, it, it sort of popped up and said, yeah, sort of try checking around over here. You go over to this, um, it, I think it's like a little building, is it, on the side of the aquarium. You, you, you go in, you smash the window and you go in, you find, it looks like there's like a plug on the outside. And then you go in and you find some like uh, yellow, it looks like cable mm, yeah, or, it is a cord, or rope yeah. or something. And I thought, I thought, after what we'd done with Ellie in the first game, obviously you just plug it in and a shutter will open and you'll be in. But obviously the, the rope or the cable, whatever it is, it, it doesn't reach, doesn't reach the socket. So I'm, I'm scratching my head, ran around, ran, tried running around the building again. And this, yep. this went on and on. Looked just by chance, there's a skylight above you. Yeah. The idea is that you break the skylight, you throw the rope or the cable. I think it is a cable. You, you throw it out and then you use that to climb up on, onto the roof and then you yeah. drop in through another skylight, the other side of, of the shutter. Yeah. But my word, I took, that, that took me some figuring out. <laughs> See, I found the skylight instantly. Yeah, so right, because she looks up. She even mm. looks up at it and it's like, right, okay, there's a skylight, there's a brick outside, easy, I've got smashed and the skylight. And the skylight is, is almost I was broken to already, do. so it kind of tells you, you just need to break this. Yeah, I found that bit was okay, but then I was trying to throw the rope through the same side. So you come into the door, you're looking at another door, which mm. is blocked. There's mm. another skylight, which you end up dropping through. I was trying to th- somehow throw the rope over into that room. I don't quite know what it was, Phys- physics physics man suggests what I was trying to do would never work but really what you're supposed to do is turn around and throw it behind you so that you can then go out the door that's open and climb up yeah Yeah. I I was so 45 minutes I bashed my head against this literally (laughs) and then I thought I'm not going to bed until I've figured this out and about half 11 on a school night I was like right I'm gonna have to look at a walkthrough so we're back to Chris. Did I you did. ever play a point-and-click adventure game? But I felt so dirty <laughs> for having looked at a guide, and I so thought, three I thought Matt is going to ridicule oh, me for Christ. this. I'm saying I'm saying nothing because whenever we we do record our uh, our Monkey Island episode, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get ridiculed. So. <laughs> Chris, have you ever done want to look at a walkthrough? Just ask me because I'll have looked at one already. So you technically, te- te- <laughs> won't have to. technically, you you're not the one who's looked at the walkthrough. Mm. Andy, what did the guide say about that stupid <laughs> thing? But you know, every time I see a rope in this game, my heart sinks a little because it just because I hate like the physics of the rope as well. Mm. It, it just looks really weird. So swinging and in the rope I just is think, kind of bad, yeah. But but I think this was uh, the first um, I puzzle just, I actually enjoyed because this was a puzzle that wasn't completely obvious from the get-go. Oh, so this is the up. first puzzle I actually enjoyed <laughs> in this game. And it took me, I'm, I'm sure, for all of five minutes to figure out. But At least I didn't die seven times on the, on the boss did, fight. I did, I did. <laughs> 
when you um, you get up onto the roof then and drop down the other side of this shutter and you find Owen's bag pretty quickly and you're sort of wondering what you're going to find, given that we know what well, we think we know what happens with Owen. Um, but we're not quite there yet. Owen's on the boat that we found earlier on that the family were using. It says he's had enough of fighting over the land that he doesn't give a shit about the land. He doesn't want part of the wolf's sort of war against the scars or anything like that. Um, and he's he wants basically to fix the boat up and chase down um, a lead that he's heard that the fireflies are, are regrouping in, in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Abby I love tell- Owen. Owen's such a great character, isn't he? he? Is. In all of yeah. this, he's like a piece of daylight in the yeah. darkness. Yeah. It's his voice as much as anything else. It's so well voice acted, but he's also got the perfect voice to play that character. He's just got a very calming, relaxing voice that when he's saying the things that he's saying, if that was coming from some other characters, it might not seem genuine or it might seem... It wouldn't work, I don't think. But because it's coming from him, you think, yeah, he... You know, it, it, it comes across as somebody who believes that and somebody who is... Just a good person, I think. Yeah. He's the only character that I feel like I can relate to. As much as I love the characters in this game, or both games, he's someone who I feel like if I was in that position, I would hope I would think like Mm. Owen. Yeah, somebody sort of held on to something that, you know, he's probably stayed stayed the same the most, hopefully. Yeah. 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 So he actually reflects on the stuff that he does instead of us doing it like uh, Ellie and uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's he's questioning yeah. it, and he and he yeah, basically about yeah. why, yeah, yeah, and he cuts at Abby, doesn't he? Basically, he says he he wants to follow a lead the same that she wanted to follow yeah, a exactly, lead, and, yeah. and he went with her, and he's basically asking her to to sort of come with with yeah. him. Yeah, um, Abby tells him that she that he needs to grow up, and um, he he cuts her back, saying how how is he going to grow up? Basically, should, should he find and kill the people that murdered? murdered his family and Abby snaps at, at this sort of goes at him and pins him up against the inside of the boat and then here it is Mads we get we get we get the sex scene um, they, <laughs> they they yeah they go from from fighting um to to to, to making out so you say so making out yes well that's th- not what they were doing that's um, definitely not what they do. Well, yeah, well, we, go, yeah. we go from fighting to full-on penetration in five seconds. There's there's no no love yeah. there at all. <laughs> I, I I really found that scene jarring. I, it would have been so much more powerful had they kissed, for example. So much more powerful because what we want to see here is that there's still love there, and and this this isn't love. This is something completely different. And, mm. and and and, and kids, well, if you do this, this is not sex. That's not that's not how sex works. Actually, these people they wouldn't have taken their clothes off in the real world because there was no reason to do that. They could just have like, pulled down her niggers and they'd be good. <laughs> do you think there's any difference in the way that they treated this compared to what we saw with Ellie and and Dina? In the way that these characters come across, I know Ellie is an adult, but the uh, at that that point mm. in time. But maybe we still 
I don't know, maybe we still see her as a child, but then we see the these two are, they're all right. I feel that's why they played it like that. And we talked about the last yeah. time that it was weird that they had them keep their bras on, for example. But that's probably because, mm. as, as you said, we may still be seeing Ellie as a kid after playing her in the last game. I agree with that. And, and I, I yeah. think maybe that would be the reason and that'd be why they thought it was more tasteful. But uh, mm. yeah, we, we do get to so- see... Well, boobies, if you want to call it that, in, in, in this sex scene. So, so Matt, if, if, these, if, this, if you were watching this in mm. a film with live yeah. actors, would you have found it as, as bad as you found yes. it in the game? Yes, it would be the same. Because I don't have agency at How that point. That... So it is, still, it is just a film being played out. If you had me controlling it, it How would feel we... a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be terrible if you controlled it, but thankfully you're not. <laughs> Timing um, it with a triangle. Yeah, yeah that's well, it. How, it's how like, uh, luckily, it's not until dawn with using the using the right stick. <laughs> <laughs> Backwards and forwards. Keeping it really, really quiet for a while for some reason. <laughs> Hold still. Hold still. <laughs> well, how, we had this kind of conversation on Slack, didn't we? Like, I, I, you know, I hear what you say about the speed at which it all takes place mm. and you know there's no preheat in the oven or no there's no like need that. To, to do yeah. that and I, and I do hear all that but that happens in film and TV all the time oh, I mean yeah. what yeah. it does I but mean in normally scenes, when it happens like, there's happen- just a cut to, to black that could mean at least a minute has passed here or something like that there but was no cutting here it was, it was five or six seconds it was I think maybe also because it was so extremely rough and had nothing to do with love, and I, I wanted them to convey that these two people still loved each other. But they were in a moment of heightened passion with one another because they were just having yeah, a yeah, row. I get that. I get that. I, and look, but, but I, look, Abby I don't had just traveled from one kind of... part of the city to the other. She would be totally dead on her feet right now. She'd be so not into what's going on right here, I think. I don't think that that would happen in real life, but I do think those kind of scenes happen mm. in film and TV a lot. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. And I, for me, for you get once you get if the the whole thing of watching animated sex is weird for me. Yeah, and I don't think I'm not sure I'll ever really be comfortable with it. But from a, I think from a direction point of view. I found that sex scene fine. So I would say give I them a, a passionate it. kiss, fade to black, and have them wake up in the bed. That'd be so much more powerful. It could have yeah. done. It mm. could have done. I mean, I don't... I just... I, th- I, f- I felt like it was appropriate. Yeah, it? I think it got across kind of the confusion and the conflicting emotions and also probably in a lot of ways how almost desensitised everybody's become in that society as well in the sense that it's... the You're not functioning as good people anymore as nice people um you've always got this that Owen kind is, of that's, that's so out of character yeah so I'm, but i'm not sure i mean you know in that moment when he's a little drunk she's obviously really knackered they both really fancy each other but they've it's almost been the forbidden fruit for a while and they're having this impassioned row i think it was partly it was very much abby was directing what was happening for sure so yeah. although owen yeah owen is considered you know owen is kind of the most or one of the more human characters in the game 
it's mm. you know a lot of what ends up happening and how it happens was at Abby's direction. Mm. It's on her terms, sort of thing. Yeah, sex in a video game feels like the final frontier in some ways. Yeah, leaving aside, I'm sure all the horrendous and horrible porn games that I'm sure do exist. In in, in a triple A game like this, to convey a sex scene in an appropriate and tasteful way. I think has never been done before. Maybe still has never been done. Hmm? But but in in my opinion, I found that to be tasteful. I didn't particularly feel awkward watching it. You found it to be tasteful, really? I did. Yeah, I, I think it, like, in the moment. Maybe I found I'm just it quite very very done. boring. I found it to be horrible. Just it wasn't straight out I, horrible. I, I think it. <laughs> I, I I think basically, you know, I don't necessarily you almost take it as a kind of it's almost like a condensed version of what you think would have actually of, of what you think would actually happen in the sense that and that's what happens mm, in film and yeah, TV all exactly time, right? you know yeah. I, 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 I don't want to sit and watch five or ten minutes of that no, in a game no. I would tend and so, yeah so it's a case of you know did it did it get across the, the sort of the mood and the tone I think of what mm. they were trying to of what that of what you yeah, you I could argue would happen yeah. in that scene. Yes, it for me that it did get that across. Uh, but thankfully, without me sitting there feeling massively awkward about doing so as well. Hmm. Yeah, if my wife had been in the room and that scene would have come on, I wouldn't have felt awkward. Uh, for me, it was you know it, it was part of the story that felt at that time. I probably it didn't feel gratuitous. Yeah. And then it's not like she goes out and comes back in five minutes later and it's still happening. And like, uh, yeah, it's still kind of the same scene. <laughs> yeah, it's still <laughs> yeah, going it's, on. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> you know, we we all watch things like Game of Thrones, which, y- y- you know, it borderline is porn. Uh, actually, I felt like compared to, you know, if you rewind the clock back 15 years, even rewind back to like the sex scene in Mass Effect, one of the yeah, latest video yeah. games of all time, it was terrible. So corny and awful. Very different because it was more of a, like a romantic setting, but it's been done so badly so many times that I think we expect when we see a scene like that in a game, we expect it to be terrible. And and, and I do think tastes and opinions vary on this stuff. Just to, to my sensibilities and to my mind, I, I felt like that was that that was from a directional sense well done. I do find it a bit odd. I was thinking afterwards about imagine the actors recording the audio part of the scene and how awkward for them that must have been. They weren't saying anything, Um, so be easy. Just grunting a bit. Yeah, but they were making but they were (laughs) making noises though, which they would have had to just stand there in a studio making those noises and I'm sure it wasn't their Mm. it wasn't their happiest (laughs) moment. But from a purely directional point of view, how it was directed and portrayed to us I, I thought it was yeah. fine. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I was okay with it. I'll agree to disagree. I didn't like it, and I don't. I don't think it was done well, not at all. And I don't think it conveyed what I would have liked them to convey instead. Because what I would really have liked them to convey is that there's still love there, and and this wasn't mm. to me. It wasn't love. It was animal attraction, which can be fine, but it wasn't love. But so you, and also yeah. thank, thankfully, basically all of their interactions up until the one that you traditionally associate with, maybe that's where it would be demonstrated. But you know, as we were just saying, all of their interactions that we've had up until this point, 
really showed the love that's still there between the two of exactly. them. Um, exactly. And if anything, <laughs> it was the more subtle stuff that he did very well mm. and the stuff that, that you think would actually make it easier to to show that there's still this love between the two of them. They arguably, I, I agree, I, I get what you're saying in the sense that they didn't handle it or didn't do it as well as what it's possible to do it, but did it spoil it for me? No, it had, it's, you know, it still had... The, the the desired effect it could have been done better mm. definitely um mm. but you, you but thankfully because it because it was they they'd kind of built the foundations it it wasn't as jarring as what it would have been if they just had these really kind of i was about to say <laughs> that's a wrong phrase i'm about to say if they just had these stiff interactions <laughs> up until that point where but uh, <laughs> if they'd had these so stilted shall we say mm. if they'd had these slightly more stilted interactions up until that point but that's not what we'd seen. We'd we'd seen all of that. That 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 still a, a relationship still existed between the two of them. So you can yep. kind of for, you could kind of forgive the the roughness of that scene by virtue of the fact mm. that you knew that there was more to the relationship than what that scene suggested. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't like to see another one in the game, despite what I've just said. I think if there's another one, I'd be like, mm, okay, now it's gone mm. too far. Probably won't um, be. But I I would hope. Not. <laughs> Uh, given, given what we know, uh, with Owen's sort of future, mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'd be so lucky. Yep. Yeah, um, it cuts away from from this to uh, go back to the Saint Mary's Hospital again, and the alarm's going off. Uh, it's and it's showing it just after um, Joel has escaped with Ellie, like like the whole like it, it's this this sort of part of the. the the game sort of started off with Abby goes into the, the theatre, this operating room, but she finds Yara and Leva hanging from a tree. Um, so Abby's dreaming. She wakes up next to Owen and she wakes up and she's feeling the bruising from the noose around her neck. And at this point, day one sort of fades out to a close. I'm not sure how much, Anyone else sort of went? So I always so I started the, the, the next the start bit. of the next day because I'm 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 not sure it's going to play that again when I start playing. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I left. I let the story yeah. bit kind of the cutscene yeah, finish. Yeah. So the game now is basically looks like Abby is is going to go and and, and try and, and and find Yara yes. and, and Lev, and that's where the story's going to going to take us next. But that sort of brings us up to. The end of this this part of the, the playthrough. I, I love that yeah. it was so hard to put down a controller because this now she's just yes. becoming even more human. She's she's actually okay. She's a she's a good woman, good girl. She's going to to save these kids. Doing, doing the, the right, right thing. thing, yeah, yeah. So at this yeah. point, how do we feel about Abby versus Ellie? So I'm not sure which side to, to stand on these days. <laughs> yeah, conflicted. Team Abby. Yeah, yeah, I've done a 180. Yeah, I, I prefer. I prefer at this point. I prefer Abby. I think I do too. But I think. <laughs> but I think it's very clever. I, I, I think. I think something is going to happen that's going to flip it back the yeah. other way. Possibly. Mm. I don't know. But at this point, Unless it's been, it's been so well done. Abby and Ellie. Let's see. <laughs> don't rule anything out. Maybe that's it. The walk over into the sunset. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. I am. I, um... I can. I'm trying not to fall into the the trap of of being. Oh yeah, I'm all for Abby, and oh now I'll be all for Ellie. Mm. I'm trying to kind of sit on the fence a little bit and say they're both as good and as bad as mm. each other. Um, mm. I still don't quite get the same level of feels for the 
Abby side of the story characters as I do for the Ellie side. No. But I certainly care a whole lot more about the likes of Owen and uh, Abby now after those six or so hours than I ever thought I would at the start. Yeah. Um, I just can't wait to see where the story goes. And I feel like we're in probably to the back quarter of the game now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're just, we're going to, we're basically just going to see this trail of destruction that Ellie's left in a way, can't we? I think, I think, yeah. I'm, the end of the next recording, I think we are going to be literally chomping at the bit to get on with it because I think I've got yeah, a horrible feeling. Right, the finale. I've got a horrible feeling the next stopping point will be literally, we're going to have, right, we're going to have to yeah. do a quick recording. Or maybe a yeah. short episode, like this short <laughs> yeah. two and a half hour episode we're working on. Uh, here. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Just another short one like this. Mm, man, we're good to I go. need to get to yeah. bed. <laughs> <laughs> go on then, Jim. Wrap it up. Okay, so the next part of um, the playthrough is, it's only two days in the next one. We're going to cover um, Abby, Seattle Day 2 and Seattle Day 3. Now, they could be mm. big old chunks, but but it's only two days. Yeah. Um, and then that, like I say, that's then going to take us into that uh, probably a shorter wrap-up episode. Yeah. Exciting. But, yeah. Has anyone else got anything they want to throw in? I won 3-0 over this, this episode. <laughs> Matt, Matt is off to watch some animated porn. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> well, as a segue, you won't find any links to that, but um, <laughs> we've got links to our, our Discord and Twitter and everything else on the website playthroughpod.com the uh, we're on twitter uh, at playthrough underscore dot uh, underscore pod and facebook if you go on there and search for playthrough pod you'll find find the uh, all the episode links and, and everything else yeah and the first part of this series was our most fastest uh, listened to episode that we've had so far oh awesome so it's already i think our fourth most listened to episode that we've done and it only came out two and a half weeks ago oh there we go oh, we've still got another two episodes to go after this one people are glutton for punishment <laughs> <laughs> well we've got another what six hours of content for you so stick around yes <laughs> gents thank you for your time thank I've you, got Jim. to find um, an outro I was expecting like I said I was expecting some guitar music <laughs> from, from at least one of you but clearly you've of, let us down there bit, bit of future days oh there's a bit of future days yeah. sound yeah, let's let's go with Joel's uh, future days cover. Yes. If I ever were to lose you, I surely lose myself. Everything I have found here, I'm not found by myself. Try and sometimes you'll succeed To make this man of me All my stolen missing parts I've no need for anymore Cause I believe And I believe Cause I can see